Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to the first episode of 2021. This is episode 88. So let's go. Um, what's up, Steph? You're looking. Keep staring at me. He's just starting <laughs> to show up. I just like... had like a blank right. stare. Um, joined, I'm joined again, as always, by Chris. Hello. Steph. Hello. Michael. Howdy. And then we have a new player, Gabe. Uh, Gabe Alvarez. Is that right? What's Alvarez? up? What's up, everybody? Yeah, you said it right. Beautiful. How you doing over there? What's going on? How's I'm doing all right. It's uh, 8.30. That's, I don't know how, 8.30 p.m. I don't know how far behind we are from you guys. We are, I'm bad at math. We we're, are currently at a... Uh, it's a lovely night. We're, we're in the next day. So yeah, we're at 11.55 a.m. on a Wednesday. So. Oh, that's, that's mind-blowing. Mm. Coming Actually. to us from the past. <laughs> How was it? I remember. I remember back then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Simpler times. Ah, uh, choose that was a great time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. How's how's everyone's twenty twenty one being? New year. I've right. not, much, not much changes. No. no. No, not yet. I'm scarred and really frightened. easing into it. Really easing into it. Doesn't it legally mean coronavirus is over? Isn't that how it worked? Apparently. Well, I uh, thought it was like a one year so. contract. Yeah, it was. It was a one year contract. <laughs> People <laughs> are going to decide that and uh, go about their lives as if it never existed exactly. for sure. Yeah. Well, so we're all screwed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did we all have a good Christmas or holidays? Everyone yeah. have a good one? Yeah, it's pretty yeah, relaxing. Good. good. Yeah. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Well, uh, as always, when we have a new guest, we can just get straight into it. Gabe, we have questions for you because you're new. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are the last of the yeah, MTE we, we, crew. We have ha- we've finally completed the trio. We've got the Pokédex now. Yeah. We've got the MTV. We, we had <laughs> Jacob. Yeah. Yeah. We had oh, Eli. Three. And now we finally have Gabe. Yeah, after much after much of saying we should finally get Gabe. So, uh, yeah. Between Eli and Jacob, who was your favorite? Oh. Ooh. Oh, this is not fair. We're gonna, <laughs> are we going to be... Are we gonna be de- Do I have to be honest? Yes. So, and I'm not going to give a stupid... Oh, we, they're both great in their own different ways. Well... Jacob will always be special because he was. I wasn't on the show when he was. Jacob on, was the first, but Eli. You know, you always remember your first. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, look, well, I haven't been on the podcast with Eli. I don't think no. so. Yeah, you came look, on as a special guest when we had Jacob. No, on. Jacob has a special the, place in my heart. You've done two with Jacob. You've done one yeah. just uh, handling all of our. I did the switchboard. Yeah, for and one. Then, but no, age, one of the first times I had Jacob, he came on. Yeah, one of, the, the, one of the lost episodes. No, no, no. It's here. It's just. It's probably that one worked. It's pr- if we're going to be honest, it's worked, but it's our worst episode with a guest <laughs> because yeah, yeah, all yeah. of our microphones cut out at one point. So yeah. the only microphone we had left, we recorded a backup mic and it was a Zoom recording. We had a backup. So Jacob was coming through. Jacob sounds immaculate, but all of our microphones <laughs> stopped working. So the only thing we had was a Yeti in the middle of the table because oh, we didn't have this then. Right. And we just had a, a Yeti and it was just all of us with the full mm. 360 Yeti. And like, we're just like, Oh yeah, I really enjoyed this movie. And Jacob's just like, yeah, 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 yeah. Believe it or not, we didn't start like this. We didn't, you know, we weren't always we. professionals. <laughs> we, yeah, we. Hang on, you've we. just joined. Excuse me, I think uh, we used to be very professional until we yeah. decided to do a name change. Yeah, Come look, on. I'm pretty, I'm pretty much in charge now, Alex. Let's let's just be <laughs> he honest. Is, he is. Meanwhile, <laughs> yeah. I was Eli was the first guest that I'd appeared with, so I'm always. That's right. Gonna We're the OG crew. Yeah, I feel like we did a very good job. Just trying to avoid that question too. <laughs> yep. yep. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, absolutely. I respect that if, if anything. It's diplomacy. Uh, it's just... <laughs> we we got to keep our bonds good. Yeah. yeah. Um, look, Gabe, this is a film podcast. We all love film here. Um, and it, it's probably my least favorite question to be asked. But Gabe, what, is, what are some of your favorite films? Or if you have a favorite? 
Uh, you know what? Because that—that that is a—that is an annoying question. But I've learned how to navigate that question, and it's about who I'm talking to and what I want them to know about me. Because everything is just the facade. I'm not a real person. It's what I want you to see. Tell us your deepest, darkest secrets. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Let's dive in. Look, very uh, my favorite movie. My favorite movie is Nacho Libre. That's my answer. Okay. It is oh. the greatest comedy of all time. I've never seen I've it. Never seen I've it. never seen it either, but I love Jack oh, Black. Man. So. I know, I know yeah, the parody. Jack That's Black an epic movie. movie. Yeah, epic mm. movie did a parody, didn't they? Yeah, I even missed what movie you said. What was it? Nacho Libre. <laughs> oh, Nacho Libre. Yeah, I've seen Nacho. it. I, I love yeah. Nacho okay, Libre. It is, it is the best thing ever. Yeah. Uh, but if I'm talking to uh, one of my film professors... I'm going all in on there will be blood. You know what I mean? Like those are those yeah. are the two personalities. Those are the two sides of my of my personality. I haven't seen either of Gabe's favorite movies. I haven't seen either of either. <laughs> but I've heard of we will be blood. There will be blood. There will be. This blood. is why you're not in charge, Alex. <laughs> this, is, this is why Chris is taking yeah, over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a coup I've heard uh, on the Millennial Movie Talk. Uh, yeah, there universe. is. <laughs> it's happening slowly. It's team Chris or team Alex. That's why we split. That's why I'm here. You're here. Yeah. It's a bit of a. It's a bit of a civil war. Yeah, you know how we do. It's I intense. Did, um, I don't know what role I'm playing here, but it's intense. I did say hey, to Alex last night. <laughs> I said, "Oh, you know, we, we thought, what question are we going to ask Gabe?" And I said, "Maybe you should ask him about, you know, some of the favorite films that have helped shaped him into the person he is now." And like, and Alex just said, "Oh." I'm not going to ask him that, Stephanie. That sounds ridiculous. I'm just going to ask him what his favorite movie is. But in a way, like, as pretentious as it sounds, Nacho Libre, it's like, you know, it's it's who you are almost. It's like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it forms... Na- Nacho base. Libre is fantastic. And I recommend anybody to see it. Okay. Wow. Beautiful. Yeah, I, I guess I, I know that. what we have to watch. I haven't seen that in some time. I'm, yeah, I've heard of it, of course. I've, I've yeah. definitely heard of it. But, um, but yeah, so look... Um, Moving on to talk about a bit of MTE, more than enough for anyone who's never heard of it. If you haven't, what are you doing here? Um, you've clicked on episode Gabe. Let's go. Um, look, so <laughs> we've, we have heard um, roughly from both Jake and Eli. They've been giving us these short answers about how you met them, but we want the, we the want juice. The, juice. the dramatized. We, we juice. Who approached who, who, you know, we want this. Love at first sight, okay, everything so like that. Yeah, uh, it was a little bit of love at first sight, I guess, uh, in that, so we were all in the same uh, intro production class, I guess that's what you could call it, our SVA, School of Visual Arts, our film school uh, university, they forced you into set schedules in the first year, it wasn't any picking classes, you picked a schedule and that was it, it it was just kind of a way to force people to network, which I definitely appreciate, but Jacob and Eli were in my class that first year and the first semester you were just tasked to make a short like there was no directions it was just make make something let's see where you're at kind of uh, a test of what are we working with with everybody in the in the class Uh, so you know we we came together maybe the last or second to last week of the semester we're watching this stuff there's some people that are making very experimental like ethereal beautiful like their their own personal soundtrack and I'm, you're sitting there and you're like holy god like I, I i didn't do that i made some stupid short about two guys who became roommates and hated each other like just something really dumb um th- there was just so many many weird cool super above my level kind of stuff and then jacob and eli's were the two that they did 
not Jacob did a full out comedy, but Eli, sorry, vice versa. Eli did a full out comedy, and Jacob did this really sweet story about a little kid on the subway uh, who gives money to this homeless guy who plays uh, guitar, and they become friends. And those were the two that I was like, oh, damn, this is like, they're on my level. I really connected with these. They weren't trying to do something that I totally can't connect with. Very grounded. Uh, and, you know, you have to talk about it afterward. And we went to the cafe of our school after, and we just, I just went up to them. From what I remember, it was either me or Eli. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Someone approached the others. Uh, I believe it was me approaching Eli and Jacob because they say, that they thought I was unapproachable. So <laughs> it was good that I that I broke that ice. Um, but I was just like, hey, you guys had the best ones by far. Like, everything those other guys were doing looked nice, but I didn't. It w- flew right over my head. Like, you guys, like, really wrote and shot some solid stuff. And they, they you know, kind of dittoed me, and that was that was it. The second semester, we were just working t- on, ev- on everything together. There you go. That's yeah. great. That's exactly what I wanted. It's not like even a forced group. It's just every, you three had so, sort of the same ideas and stuff. Yeah, well, absolutely. Sim- and then I, one time we were just talking about where we wanted to be. And it was just so bizarre how all both of them said they always saw themselves as a part of like a comedy group or something. And I had a comedy group with my friends in high school that we would do stupid things with. And I was like, that's weird. Uh, so that's how kind of the ball just got rolling almost immediately after meeting them. That's kind of wow. similar how you and I met, except for you, <laughs> at tape. except for at tape where you were just like, this guy's got a Back to the Future shirt on. I kind of want to be his friend. That's exactly it. <laughs> so I'm gonna say hi to him. <laughs> the rest is history. And here we are. Um, but yeah, no. So that's really interesting. I am just curious, very quickly, with the SVA, the entry requirements. Considering you know there was obviously a pretty large disparity between the people who were making the really pretentious, aloof, yeah. artsy films, and then you guys. So. What was, how exclusive was the school to like get into? Not saying, obviously, you guys are very talented, but it just seems like, did they ask you to make no, something of course. beforehand? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, there's, a, there's the bluntly honest answer, and then there's the, this is the answer they tell you. The answer they tell you is, oh, we, well, we require everyone to submit something of, 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 uh, of what they've done. So, I, I submitted some stuff I did in high school because I went to a film high school. Eli had a YouTube channel with his friend where he made all sorts of like really creative stuff way ahead of his uh, way ahead of the curve in that sense. They were both really good at special effects. Eli does almost all of our special effects. He's a great editor. Um, and then Jacob literally just shot something on his phone about fruit salad, uh, a fruit salad where fruits get murdered and they're like getting torn apart from their families. Something really, really silly. I think he still has it up. It's actually pretty funny. And Seth Rogen stole sausage party. I was gonna say sausage party. Verified. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So yeah, everyone was required to submit something, uh, but at the end of the day, what the blunt answer is is they really, really cast a wide net because it's a. I don't know if you guys have this over there, but these are for-profit schools, which they tell you kind of generally to avoid, which is they don't really care about your merit. It's more like, are you going to pay us? (laughs) Granted, there's some amazing professors there, and I loved my experience, but that's what SVA is. And a lot of the more pretentious kind of like way above our level guys were from, and gals were from... um, overseas which meant they were freaking loaded and they had like insane cameras and connections and stuff so that's usually where the disparity comes from because here we have 
not really not for profit. What, well, what? the schools are privatized, I think. Well, if we're talking about mm. the college equivalent, which is university. Well, they are, no, there are public. All of our universities are public, but they're for profit. Yeah. So, but we also don't have to pay up front. No, we don't. They're private. Yeah, so that's, universities, the, that's the thing. Uh, all of uh, all of our universities and college systems, you have to pay to, to be there, obviously, unless you uh, benefit from financial aid, which is a totally, extremely more detailed thing. But for profit is a label they put on schools that um, basically operate more like a business than a school. So a lot of it is to generate revenue instead of to uh promote kind of um educate like higher education it's really 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 weird and it's more just a negative connotation label that doesn't really apply to all of them like like i said sva had amazing teachers you know mixed in with some horrible ones but overall a great experience um with a you know negative label on it just because of how it operates it's really really bizarre but it doesn't mean too much (laughs) okay i think if we went to maybe a more populated city like melbourne or sydney you would find uh, schools that are similar to that, Melbourne. maybe like NIDA or something like mm. that. There are a few like I private film schools, aren't there? There's yeah, one yeah there's yeah. maps. Yeah. Um, there's a big one in Sydney. Yeah, the one that James, uh, yeah. School for Radio and Television. I yeah, think. it would yeah. be the schools that are more like niched or they specialize in a specific field. Right. That would exactly. Operate that's like that. usually what they are. Right. Yeah. So um, let's talk a bit more about MTE here. So do you have um, sort of a favorite MTE sketch of yours? Oh, man. So, uh, we've had this conversation amongst the three of us so many times. I think we, we, have a, we have like a personal sketch ranking that all three of us kind of one day, or a few times actually, we've watched all of them and said, well, what works with these? What doesn't work with these? What makes these very average? And we kind of rank them and keep an eye on like what, what we like about those at the top and what we hate about those at the bottom and try to avoid those things and do those things more. Um but we all disagree on what the worst ones are and what the best ones are, which is kind of the best thing because that's what makes these sketches so weird and different each time. It's all of us have very, very different opinions of what's great and what's horrible. But my personal favorite is probably Birthday Slaps, which is like the third sketch we put <laughs> out, which is nuts. Yeah. But I just love the way that came together from – in terms of the whole package, I love it. I love the way it came together. I love the way we wrote it. I love the way we slapped it together, pun intended. Um, and I just love the way we all contribute to it with our personalities. And we didn't do much performing. It was very much who we all are in the group's dynamic. Um, we've discussed this so many times amongst the three of us. Um, Eli's just the always the one who takes the brunt of it. Always the one. Whatever situation we're in, Eli is the victim. <laughs> Unfortunately, like it's just kind of is, is he's accepted this role. Jacob is the one who gets us in because he's just that happy-go-lucky, like very welcoming, and he'll get us into like ca- being captured by the Russian mafia. That's what would happen because of him. <laughs> Eli would take the beating, and then I would be the one trying to figure out how to get us out of here. <laughs> and it, you- I think that sketch perfectly just captures all of that. Since since you guys like have discussed it, is there one like you commonly agree is like the best one you've made like not your personal favorite like the best one you've put out you know what i don't remember what it is honestly i'm gonna actually just pull it up because I, I have it here not to, I, they won't get upset at me for pulling back the curtain too much <laughs> really anything. but uh 
I know birthday slaps we all agree on is one of our best, but I forgot which one we landed on as like the best according to all of us. Uh, I, man, let me see if I can. When we've had Eli on. and Jacob on, I think the main ones we've mentioned was obviously the IKEA one. Yeah. Um, IKEA one. The um, one where the internet goes out, so Eli just gets in the box. Um, thank, thank you, God. That was a good obviously. one. Yeah, thank you, God. Um, That's one that really uh, propelled us a lot. I think in in a day it got like close to fifteen thousand views, which none of our videos had at that point. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, that one was huge, and we knew it was gonna the kind of hit because song it was our first song parody, and it was like the biggest song of the world at the time. Yeah, it was really. So we were like, yeah, we're kind of uh, you know low hanging fruit and all that, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. And if I th- I have to say a personal favorite, it's climbed up the ranks because I watched a few more last night just to prepare. And uh, again, and it's vegan potatoes. Oh, I was going to mention. Uh, <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> yes, vegan, it's great. Vegan, vegan potatoes, potatoes is, great. is so fucking funny when it's uh, the line that gets me every time is at the end where you're like, oh, it's something about a happy meal, and then guess what? The toy is another fucking potato. <laughs> <laughs> that sketch is insane. That was one of those weeks, and I'm sure if you went back. And you, you watched all of them. You could probably get ninety percent of the ones where we were like, "We got nothing this week. Uh, let's just <laughs> let's just slap up a green screen and make something up." That was one of those. Well, well like, isn't it funny that sometimes when you do that, they end up being really good. That's true. Because, That's true. Um, so Chris- I found the I found the the list. We we ultimately agreed on, and now I remember because it it is a good one. We ultimately all agreed that pedestrian police was probably yeah. our best kind mm-hmm. of pound for pound. That's funny. That's a good one. The way they run, the way yeah. <laughs> you and you and Jake running that. Oh, my favorite line is I when that, that. Is it, you either get in a car or a bike. It's like that's out of my jurisdiction. That's that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. That was our first big, if you could call it that, big production where we got you know props, costumes, extras, yeah. uh, people to shoot it. Uh, Eli's uh, good childhood friend that he did all the YouTube videos with who's like an amazing special effects artist now, Malcolm. He shot that whole thing. Uh, he did an amazing job. It was the first time we were able to get the technical stuff off of our plate. And I think it stri- strived as a result. That was a lot of fun. Now, when it comes to like making, I'm fairly sure it's Eli who said he's not quite comfortable with like all the public, like he gets embarrassed or something. Was it? Was oh, it he hates it. Yeah. yeah. Do, how, do you, how do you feel about it? Because like the one I think of obviously is the... Um, the dancing in the, the mall. The dancing yeah. in the mall one. Oh, Which I Eli, love to hear Eli that Jacob was, like was so crawling sore. out of his skin on that one. <laughs> Jacob uh, also mentioned how he was just having to do it in front of just armed, like. Oh armed yeah, security. yeah, because it's uh, it's the World Trade Center, the new building that came after the World Trade Center. Yeah. So oh. the armed oh. guards there are bonkers. <laughs> so they yeah. just full out assault rifle like police officers, and he's just dancing in the middle of all of them. We have some outtakes that just pan to the armed officers just because it was hilarious because they're just standing there like. <laughs> watching the whole thing happen <laughs> one of them like put the rifle on his back and took his phone out and was like this is hilarious uh that that was weird that was a weird one i don't mind the public stuff too much um i it, eli gets really bad with it and i'm sure he told you all about yeah. it but um yeah. when we did um we can't which is um another favorite of all that is of that ours. is the first one we alex can. ever showed me that's a good one. That's we can't we can't a classic uh, amongst us three. Um, 
when we did that, we bought these temporary tattoos in downtown Chinatown, which is way further than uh, we were shooting most of it um, near Jacob's apartment at the time. And we snuck into like a small tea shop bathroom, all three of us, this one bathroom that fit one person that <laughs> of that, who had to be slim to fit in it. It was like the size of a closet. And uh, we all three of us snuck in there. The lady's watching us like, what the? And we're putting these tattoos on him and Eli. And Eli's literally sweating like, oh, guys, we got to get out of here. They don't know what we're doing in here, man. They, they, we're, they think we're shooting up heroin. And me and Jacob were like, yeah, all right, relax. <laughs> he was just having a full out meltdown because just the idea of intruding and, and being in public spaces and th- people looking at him, he can't, he can't handle it. <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> <laughs> I know, he's in the wrong business probably. But, you know, at least he gets it done. Yeah. Um, so he does get it done. I th- that's why he was so perfect for their internet is down, which was his idea. He just wearing that box, he was really <laughs> able to strive. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, do you have a favorite aspect of making them? Like, are you more into the directing, the writing? Like, what what part of like the creative process do you really get into, or is like your favorite? You know, um, previously, actually, the only way we've ever made these so far is just. Um, slapping together some ideas in like a group chat, <laughs> getting together on the shoot day with the things we said we need originally and just improving the rest of it. Yeah. Um, but right before COVID hit here, we were ready to shoot the, some of the biggest things we were ever going to do, like a really big scale stuff um, where we had full out. We had like a two month writing process for about 10 sketches and that's when I realized that's what that's the that's the stage of creating these that I loved. Like we would meet up once or twice a week, uh, pull up some ideas we had and talk through beating these these sketches out, getting inserting as many jokes as possible into them. Just that vibe of sitting together and, you know, eating, drinking and just literally trying to make each other laugh with ideas until something stuck. And getting the getting the most out of each other possible, that was the best experience. And we were so excited to shoot them. But hopefully one day soon, we'll be able to start shooting them. Hopefully. Hopefully. Hopefully it's over soon. Um, now, before we wrap up this questions for Gabe kind of portion <laughs> of our show, do you have any questions for us, Gabe? Anything that, you know... About anything, don't hold back. Well, I want to know what what's going on. Uh, you know, we this we had a little pre-show session. I want to know what's going on with the with the tension there. I, I see, <laughs> I see. There's a little bit of uh, rivalry happening. Uh, well, you know, Chris, you want to <laughs> explain oh, is this, this one? Chris, Chris and Alex. It's like Chris and Alex. Oh, it's like Alex uh, explained. Nah, look, who's the, the leader here? Clearly. It's like a fight. Any tension. <laughs> Well, you know, it's a fight to be the alpha dog. You know, <laughs> there can only be one leader the of the pack. Testosterone. There is too much testosterone. If in I want to say, who, yeah, I, that's. No, I don't want to point fingers to say that I'm the leader, but I've been here longer than Chris. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay, maybe it's time for a change. You know, we're looking, we're looking to the future. We're looking fresh. Uh, we need a young man to come in and and You're switch older it than up. Me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not in spirit. Not in spirit. Okay. Um, yeah, look, 
you know, Chris and I just need to work this out. Obviously, it's yeah. Look, you know, on camera, it's all it's all happy it's and all happy. we're all friends, but it's really brutal. <laughs> it's kind of cool to start. It's brutal <laughs> off, cam- off camera. Yeah, it's have you not seen the fight? Are you step? happy? And, I won't look at Alex. Go lucky on camera. We try to be. It's hard. Um, yeah. No, you guys, you guys have really good. I tease. You guys have a good uh, on-screen uh, personas and presence about you guys. But I guess my real question that was just. I was messing around. <laughs> yeah. My real question would be, I don't know, you know, I've listened to a few episodes uh, in full, but uh, okay? n- I guess I haven't, <laughs> what, what's up? Are you okay? Are you, are we, <laughs> yeah, yeah no, I'm good. Uh, good. Okay. Uh, <laughs> what, um, I guess I haven't listened to far back enough to know exactly how all of you met. Cause it sounds like some people got involved later. Some people got yeah, involved yeah. earlier. This might be regurgitating for so, your fans, but nah, it's, we're it's going, fine. I'm sure. All wait, what is it going to be? We're two going years, back to day one. Through, so about a year and a half. Yeah. What? No, we've. Well, we've you met two in years. school. I mean, no, are we talking the start? Oh, right, right. So me, me and Alex yeah. went to the same high school, and about year eleven Alex. we came. Right, <laughs> so second to last year of high school we came close. It was an all boys school, and I went to the sister school, so I knew them beforehand. Ah, yes. Right. And then me and Alex, a while ago. Had the idea. Well, he had the idea. Two and a half years ago. Two and a half years ago, had the idea to do this because uh, we always used to go to the movies a lot and stuff. So he's like, Still, "We well, should, we not do." Anymore. Well, not anymore. <laughs> but um, had the idea. We should, we should do a movie podcast. And I was like, "Yeah, all right, we'll give it a go." So then, well, because it was just like I love, I love talking about movies. And I'm like, might as well do something with it because I went to film school uh, for two and a bit years. That's where I met Chris and our other and Brayden, who's and Brayden, not here yeah. at the moment. But um, yeah, it's where the, I met. That's the that's the he has long hair, glasses. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember the first yeah, time I laid eyes. Faces to names. I, I remember the faces and the names separately. So it's yeah, like, first time I laid eyes. Sometimes I listen audio. Brady. Sometimes I listen video. Yeah, get wires crossed. Yeah, he was sitting in uh, in TAFE, and he he came with uh, sandals on, not shoes. Right, and thongs. his yeah, right. sorry, he thongs. Came with thongs. Yeah, and he had the reddest feet I've ever seen. Yeah, his feet were bright red from sunburn. Yeah, and I just knew him as he's the man with the <laughs> red feet, bright red feet, <laughs> strawberry feet. Yeah. How long were we? Because it was just me, Alex, and Braden for half a long three for oh, maybe uh, ten months. I'm ten gonna, months, I'm and then we out. invited Steph to come on because she'd been be on a couple a of checker. times. She wanted to be. You, you liked. You liked. You listened to the show. Yeah, I did listen to the show. You, I did listen to the show. You, and then mm. yeah. I was sending in my thoughts and little opinions and things that I found with the show. And they said, well, why don't you come on as like a fact checker? Because every time they were like, oh, is it this? Oh, I don't know. And they would like, let it go. So I said, I'll be there in the background to Google things as you need. Then we gave you your own mic. Yeah. And, and then now, I was, And boom. now she's still here. I, I think she fact checked for maybe the first episode she you was on. You don't do that yeah, anymore. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not a fact checker <laughs> Brain, That's Brayden. <laughs> she shoved it off to Brayden. Yeah. I don't know if I had been on an episode like ages ago when it was just you, the three of you. You, you know, I feel you like were. I might have been. Yeah. No, you replaced Michael for an episode. Yeah, you went when to, I, when yeah. I went away. He I remember going to Brayden's and us doing it. Yeah. So I met. So obviously I met you through films. Obviously known Michael since year 11. Yeah. And I met Michael through you. Me. And fell in love with him immediately. Yeah. <laughs> and hey, doing? What's up? Come and, find me later. And so oh, then it just became like, you know, what? like we just recruited all these different people from our lives to come and merge awesome. together to do this. That's fantastic. And talk talk about movies because we all love movies. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I'm I'm there with you. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, it's pretty much. Been I met Steph through you guys. Yeah. Also, yeah. Uh, the follow up question. When and how did the Hawaiian shirt start? 
Okay. <laughs> that Alex was born this, in a Hawaiian shirt. I reckon two <laughs> summers ago, he just decided that he was going to... Wear Hawaiian, wear Hawaiian shirts? He, we were literally <laughs> at the shops and he walked into one of the stores. He's like, I'm going to buy myself some Hawaiian shirts. Do I, do I wear them that much? Yes. yes. On the video. Okay. Yeah. 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 That is your look thing now. at this point. You kind of can't wear one anymore. Yeah. In you winter, I'm just going to wear one. one anymore. Yeah. You yeah. have to. He has his yeah. summer. As soon as the it. sun comes out, this is the look he is. It's <laughs> his summer look. Yeah. yeah. Unless I'm playing golf and then it's polos. Yeah, of course. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I guess okay. It's my thing now. That's it. It's your shtick. You gotta, it's you gotta sh- keep up. I with love it. it. I love oh, it. Yeah. Even in the bitterness you know, of winter. Yeah, just just the way it was explained. You walked into the shop and it found you. That's just spiritual. It did. You can't. I looked at it and I just that. went. Yeah. This is my calling. I think we were just walking around <laughs> one time after going to the movies and you're like. I'm going to get myself a couple yeah, of shirts. You get a Hawaiian shirt. I think that's literally how it happened. Well, you got given one and you're like, I want to get some more because you got given this money. This is a new one. Thank you for asking. I, I did notice that on uh, New Year's. Thank you. So you just come to a point in your you life and it just clicked. Yeah. yeah. Like the your closet's kind of like Clark Kent's closet. It's just a bunch of the same. Hawaiian shirts. <laughs> I think I have around 10. One for every day. I have day. to have 10. The thing, the thing is, it, it hit peak after a while because he started getting the shirts. Then he got some matching shorts and then he got himself a fedora. I do have the matching oh, shorts. No. He, had, he got himself a fedora <laughs> and that was his peak summer look. My Facebook photo is me with my matching shorts on Australia Day last year. So okay. I love haven't it. seen you in that outfit, but I need to. Do you want? Yeah. It was, it was, it was, it was a good one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's my Hawaiian shirt history. <laughs> it's a beautiful history. It's, it's a match made in heaven. Yeah. I tear up thinking about it, to be honest. <laughs> um, I don't blame you. <laughs> Um, so look, that's, you know, we want to get into the main thing we're here for today, which is talking about the most anticipated films of 2021. Um, but it would be weird if we didn't have a quick look back at 2020. Just a brief, like sayonara. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. A bit of a sayonara. um, Normally like our first episode back is like long. We talk about, you know, the ones that weren't great. Top 10. It's like, I don't even think I have a top 10. I don't want to give it my attention. We had, we had. Eli on last year and we did the whole top 10 of 2020 for our first episode back. Good year. 19. 19. Yep. Thank you, Michael. Yep. <laughs> and uh, so we're doing anticipated this time because we don't really do that often, but obviously 2020 came and the movies went. Um, no, the movie, the, the movies got pushed. Yeah, they went to 2021. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, you know, not to say there wasn't some great movies. There still were. Um, and I thought if we all just have one or two we want to throw out there. Uh, to give a bit of a shout out to, I thought that could be interesting. I didn't really see many. I mean, like I, the only one I, rem- other than the beginning of last year where we saw like Invisible Man and stuff. I like the Invisible Man. A that lot. was that was somewhat enjoyable. The only r- other real big one I saw would have been Tenant, which I which couldn't. You didn't understand. I didn't understand because I couldn't hear it, hear it, but I still appreciated it. It was still good. It's just I haven't seen a lot of the really good ones from 2020. I seem to. I think they've all come out, I guess, fairly recently ish, and mm. I haven't gotten around to it. But I will say my hot take is that I didn't really like The Invisible Man, as they all know, because I was, I think it might have been my experience in watching it because I, I do blame Brayden. He was sitting next to me, like laughing just as anything bad was going to happen. So I really <laughs> didn't get much enjoyment from the he scares. Is like, he is like, get the suspense. Like, I, I think I was bad, like pretty bad with horror. He is like 10 He's times awful. worse than yeah. me. So his defense and mechanism like, was I, just I, I sit there and I kind of like tense up when like, I feel like something's about to happen. He just started like to cure it. He just started laughing. We did, we did um, commentary tracks for It Chapter 1 and It Chapter 2. And uh, I love It Chapter 2. I'm the, I think I'm the only person who actually really enjoys that movie um, a lot. But uh, he, he could not bear those films. <laughs> I wish I was there to see him like that. But 
No, yeah, he, could, he ruined my experience with it. And then I just sort of started to pick out, obviously it's a horror. I can give it some creative license to do what it wants. But mm. um, I was like, oh, but what about this? What about that? Science fiction. So I just overall went out not really enjoying it. But what maybe about, I have to give it a chance. What about something you enjoyed then? Like, what about oh, don't worry. We have, we'll, have, we'll talk about the worst for a little bit because I need to talk about Artemis Fowl. Oh. <laughs> any any oh, good God. ones? Um, Any good movies. I liked, like I said, I haven't seen a lot of the good ones that I haven't seen. I haven't seen Duff Five Bloods yet. I haven't seen. Um, I did forget about that. Soul. There's a couple I did forget. Uh, yeah. Alex would talk about Minari because I really liked Minari. that. I really liked that, and I really liked Mank as well. I thought Mank was great. The more I think about Mank, the less I'm never gonna watch. The more I'm never gonna watch it again. It's a <laughs> dedicate. You have to dedicate yourself. You have to commit to watch it. I'm glad we saw it in theaters. That's what I'll say about that. That's probably a good observation. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, the one of those movies you had to pay attention to, so it's like the setting helps. No, it's well, black it's and white. Oh, okay. I feel like you appreciate it. You have a more. You probably it, it's meant to be. It's David Fincher. Yeah. So I, I feel like it's definitely best to see in theaters. Saying that, Trial of Chicago Seven was another one I was really happy we saw in theaters. Mm, which I, I was going to say that one. Yeah. yeah, a lot of good stuff from Sasha. Um, yep. <laughs> yeah, this that is the year, year that I so watched yeah. Borat as well. Borat Two, at least, and I yeah. really liked it. Liked it much Borat more than I thought good. I would. Now that we're mentioning these, I'm remembering a lot of movies like the, the Five Bloods. Like, yeah. we watched that for a homework segment, yeah. and that was really enjoyable. I haven't watched Soul yet. Did oh, 19... I'll talk about Soul. Did 1917 come out last no, year? Uh, last year. Yeah, last no, year. No, no, like two years ago. Oh, that was the year before. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah last year is just a blur. Well, so did the gentleman. The gentleman is also a grey area where it's like, is it 2020 or 2019? Yeah. The internet says 2019. I didn't watch it until 2020. I don't think it came out here till 2020. I saw it in right. 2019. It didn't come out here till 2020 either. I think it only came out in the UK 2019. Ah, uh, okay. Well, I went yeah, to a, I, it. It's no, tough. I think you're I, right. I went to an advanced screening for that one, and it was at 20. It was that was like I do love that early movie. 20. Yeah, I love it. Um, hot take that a lot of people don't like it. I don't I really know if it's a it. translation of British humor to other audiences. I feel like that's something yeah. that. It is very British. I think that for, uh, the gentleman for me was one of those that it's it sucks because I hate doing it, but it's hard not to compare it to his other work, Guy Ritchie's other work, yeah. which yeah. I loved. So by comparison, I feel like if I watched the gentleman without watching Lockstock or Snatch, that's my favorite or movie. Snatch, I would have been, uh, I would have loved it. But because I saw Lockstock and Snatch, and I love those movies. I was like, the gentleman's good. <laughs> like, it, it was Alex, very passable. Alex and I had a uh, bit of a debate because Alex, I remember you saying you preferred the gentleman over uh, Lockstock, and I, I haven't Lockstock seen Lockstock. Is my favorite I've seen Lockstock once, five years ago, six years ago. Yeah, okay. when I bought it for your birthday, yeah. I bought it for him. I was like, please watch this. <laughs> it's fantastic. Yeah, That's so what I, I think I mean, is I, his best. I try one. not to do that. It uh, it sucks to compare it to just play movies like how much you like them based on comparison but it's hard sometimes especially yeah. when a guy's style is so strong do you have any game that you saw this year that it, like is like your number um, one you want to my, my number one so far i'm still doing my homework i allow myself like a couple weeks in the next yeah. year to to go back um but my number one i don't know if it's getting toppled is sound of metal i don't know if you guys chose uh, it's my number two that, but that's that's my number oh, two man Sound of Metal was amazing. I what a movie. It. I was so upset I didn't get to see that in theaters. I didn't get to see anything in theaters this year. Weirdly yeah. enough, actually, going back to what you were saying, Invisible Man was the last movie I saw in theaters with uh, Jacob and Eli, actually, in February. Oh. What did you think of it? I enjoyed it. I didn't, you know, I didn't think it was uh, like incredible like a lot of people like, but I love Elizabeth Moss. <laughs> 
and I yeah. thought she killed it. And I really like the style too. Uh, what's his name? Lay something. Oh, uh, Lee uh, Wanell. Or Lee Wanell. Yeah, Lee Yeah. Oh, d- that dude's great. Like, I, I forgot what he did before Invisible Man that I liked, but after Invisible Man, I was like, oh, I love this guy. Was it Upgrade? I watched Upgrade not long ago. I love Upgrade. No, not Upgrade. I don't remember. Um, it's, ve- it's better Venom. <laughs> upgrade is better Venom. Um, yeah, no, uh, but like uh, Steph mentioned before, like uh, Minari, which is one that um, came out here a few months back, uh, had Adelaide Film Festival did that, and that was incredible. That is one of my that that I can't that, wait to see that. Yeah, it's we about haven't gotten it here yet. It's, what's that one? It's about um, a family who Korean family Korean family who moved to Arkansas. Is it Arkansas? Well, they re- Arkansas. moved to rural America. Yeah, in, in the eighties, and um, it's about the dad wants to start a farm. Uh, uh, that may exclusive exclusively for Korean food, um, Korean uh, crops, and it's just great. It's a great movie. It's very real. It's one of those films where like you feel like you're watching a real family. I think it's semi autobiographical. Yeah, well. about the director. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. There you go. Um, what was I gonna say? Soul too. I love Soul. Soul hit me. Oh, soul was great. Yeah, I like like uh, unpopular opinion. Uh, Coco has been one of my favorite Pixar films of the past. Few years. Few years. Um, I like Soul better than Inside Out. I don't think it just hit Coco like as good as Coco, but I definitely enjoyed it more than. Inside I do. Out. I do need to go see it because I only saw Coco like halfway Coco's through fantastic. last year, and I'm like, geez, I missed out. Like, I should have watched this <laughs> a lot, a lot long, like longer ago. Like, Coco makes me cry. Not fair. Yeah, Coco does Coco. hit different. <laughs> yeah, um, Coco's Coco's my top five Pixar for sure. Yeah. Have you seen Nomadland okay. yet? Uh, uh, no, it hasn't. It hasn't hit here on streaming yet, and because I'm in New York, uh, theaters are not open. So I know yeah. so, uh, it's been here. It's been here for a month or so, and a lot of people have seen it. If you're in an area where theaters are open, but New York is n- very far from that, <laughs> so yeah. I haven't been able to see it. Alex and I, we, we saw it. We saw it. Yeah, I feel like we didn't give it <laughs> the respect it deserved. I think, yeah, I think we might have missed something. I don't we know. I oh, we gave it three and a half out of five. I respect the filmmaker from a filmmaking perspective. It was really well made. I think um, the actual premise of it, though, it's not something that I could connect with or relate to. I could empathize, mm. I suppose. Uh, no, I could sympathize, not empathize. That was it. That's what I said. I could yeah. just, just that was basically. Yeah, I didn't really. Connect. I, I didn't find Francis McDormand's character all that likable either. So that made it hard for me to sort of connect with the film. Yeah. But I, from a filmmaking perspective, I think it's really good. And I think a lot of people will like it for its premise. Love Dave though. Love Dave. Love Dave. Absolutely. Love Dave. Dave was awesome. Um, but yeah, so that was, you know, I think we might skip over the worst. If anyone's just got one they want to throw out there. I mean, you, you want yeah, to. Yeah, Adam's Fowl and uh, Fantasy Island were pretty bad. I mean, I'd probably have to say Mulan. Like, yeah. Mm. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Oh, that was rough. Um, that was rough. <laughs> yeah, Milan sucked. Like I hate saying it, but it was not good. It was. It really was. That's really a shame. I didn't watch it. Didn't want to I'm going to say it. Yeah, no I boycotted. Else, yeah. No one else to say it. Wonder Woman too. I, I haven't seen it Wonder yet. Wonder Woman so. was perfectly enjoyable. I thought it. Alex doesn't think. Uh, Alex think it took its time to get to the end. I thought it flew by. Personally, they the director said there was only one deleted scene. I think they could have deleted more, <laughs> but. I, I definitely think they could have shaved off some time somewhere, but at the, by the end of it, I thought, oh, has it been two and a half hours already? Have I you seen surprised. it, Gabe? It's funny. Uh, I, w- I haven't seen it. I was on um, 
I was on a conference call with a couple of my friends, uh, one of which you met, uh, my buddy Anthony, and uh, yes. th- those two saw it, and I haven't. So I was listening to them. They were ba- – well, one was screaming about how awful he thought it was. He was like, I watched it with my two nieces, and I wanted to jump out the window an hour in when nothing happened, and I was just laughing. And my friend Anthony was just like, I thought it was good. So, <laughs> so I guess there's, there's two worlds uh, – yeah. I don't think, yeah, I'm I think good is it. probably a stretch, but I enjoyed it. It was, like, entertaining for, the, for what it was. I'm, I'm intrigued to see it. I think Pedro I am Pascal too. is the I'm going to see it yeah. eventually. Pedro Pascal is the best. And also, I haven't seen Wonder Woman 1, so Alex said once I watch that, I'll probably have a newfound depreciation of number two. Yeah, Wonder Woman, the first two acts of Wonder Woman 1 are great. Right. Act 3 just turns to CGI battle, and it's like, okay, we're doing this. <laughs> <laughs> any, any bad ones, Chris? Uh, I can't really even think of it, like, what came out, so... That's fair. I don't know. All right. So it's all jumbles together. Um, we were going to talk about a little bit of news we here. Just, you can just quickly we can skim quickly over skim it. Because this was probably the biggest piece of news, the top one, uh, that came out uh, during our break, was that Creed 3 is happening and it's being directed by Michael B. Jordan. Very exciting. So that's... I'm, I'm, I'm wait, excited what? to see how that goes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Creed you 3 broke that news. By, yeah, uh, yeah. Creed 3 by Michael B. Jordan. It's his uh, debut as a director. So um, interesting. To, I'm very interested to see what's happening. Apprehensive. It's very much following in line of uh, Stallone. Has Stallone just started directing the later Rocky yeah. films? <laughs> um, I mean, I enjoy the first two Creed films. So I oh man, that first Creed, that first, first Creed, one's fan. Oh man, that hit me. I like Creed two. I like it. I do, when watching, I did feel like this should be the end. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So it's interesting that they're doing Creed three. Um, don't know if Rocky's gonna be in it. Uh, I feel like he shouldn't. I feel like what happened with Rocky and Creed two? I feel like something big happened. Doesn't he? Doesn't he have cancer? Yeah, I was gonna say he's sick. Yeah, cancer and Creed. Yeah, he's, he's sick with like. Um, yeah, he's still sick in in Creed two. Okay. No, I think I don't he is. Se- now. Sequels don't cure cancer, don't they? It doesn't. That's not how it works. No, sequels don't cure cancer. Okay, damn. Um, no, but I can't remember what happened with Rocky and Creed no, two. I can't really I, remember. I I've only ever seen it the once. I know he doesn't didn't he train go to the him. grave or something at the end of it. Of he goes to his wife's, dad. That's why I went. Is his wife's grave? No. So at the end of Creed 2 is uh, Michael B. Jordan, Adonis, with his child. And then oh, so his dad. Yeah. Yeah. And I went. Yeah, so Rocky goes to Vancouver to make peace with his estranged son, Robert. Uh, okay. That's introduced in Rocky 6 or yeah. Rocky Balboa. Right. Right. Yeah. I, I've never watched Balboa and I've it, never watched 5. It seems like they're getting closure. 5 though, is god awful. <laughs> <laughs> I stop it's at so four. upsettingly bad. <laughs> I stop at four, and four's like brilliant but awful. But Which like, is the know. one? With yeah, the robot. yeah, that's the perfect way to put it. <laughs> is five the one with the robot? No, four's the one with the robot. Four's got the robot. Yeah, yeah, four yeah, is. The, that's like the perfect way to put it. It's like brilliantly bad because it's, yeah. it's so yeah. enjoyable on a carnal level, but so aesthetically bad. <laughs> all right, so we've all we've all got lists here, and I've, I've asked. Yeah, we're going to look forward. This. We're going to look ahead to twenty twenty one. Look ahead twenty twenty one, even though yeah. most. Most of my list is 2020 films. Um, but yeah, um, look, yeah, so says- I'm going to explain how we're going to do this because uh, I did have a different way in mind, but then Steph um, reminded me that the, we did something similar for our top 10 of 2020, uh, 2019. I think I, think I And remember. it worked really well. So what we're going to do is we're all going to count. We're all going to go through, give our 10, then give our nine, then give our eight. But if someone has the same, but it like they're higher high. on their list, then we won't talk about it then. We'll talk about when it's the highest in someone else's list. So how are we it all feeling good. about that? All right. That sounds fun. So we've all got all right. our list up. So we're going to go through from number 10. So do you want me to start with 10? Yep. All right. right. Uh, Halloween Kills. I have uh, it higher. Michael's got a higher, so we'll talk about it then. 
I, I've got Ghostbusters after like. I have yeah, a higher. <laughs> Gabe, hey. what do you have at ten? Well, uh, so I uh, I was I was constructing this list at starting weeks ago, and a couple days ago I started to really just see what I wanted to make ten because I had like forty. Just I yeah. just went real quick <laughs> and highlighted like forty of them. So I started to see what was ten, and I I, I ultimately decided I don't know if it, this breaks the system, but I ultimately decided like. I feel like everybody is going to be excited for the obvious ones, you know, like yeah. obviously everyone's excited for Mission Impossible and and um, No Time to Die and all those big, big titles. So what I went for was 10, I call it the hear me out list of these movies <laughs> are probably going to be bad. But hear me out. They might be good. <laughs> you know what? I like it. I like, this. Yeah, I like yeah, yeah. this. Uh, so my 10 is... Uh, Something called I, and to be completely honest with you, I don't know what this is. I just saw it on the on the perspective kind of to come thing yeah. uh, list that I was looking at, and I was like, okay, I'm I I'm already in. It's it's written and directed by some guy named Jay Blakeson. I don't know who he is, um, but it's called I Care a Lot. It's to come on Netflix next month in February. At least here it is. I don't know if it's international, but it stars Rosamund Pike. Peter Dinklage and Eliza Gonzalez, all three of which I love. And the premise is so, so vague. It's just, it just says a legal guardian taking advantage of elderly clients makes a grave mistake. And it's classified as a comedy thriller. And I'm <laughs> already, I'm already yeah. in. I don't know what it's, it's about. Oh, it's yeah, just, yeah. Sounds very interesting. Okay. <laughs> that is interesting. Uh, What's it called again? Yeah. Cal? So that's mine. I mean, one of my favorite movies ever, um, not ever actually, but one of my favorite movies, uh, b- largely because of the mm-hmm. memories attached to it, is L- Richard Linklater's Bernie again with Jack Black. Um, yeah, and this kind of reminded me of it. It's just a, a, th- the whole factor of being involved with elderly um, people that you look after as a career, and then what I imagine is you potentially kill them by accident. <laughs> it's just kind of funny for some re- like really darkly funny. Yeah. Um and. I'm I'm interested. I don't know. Peter Dinklage and Rosamund Pike are two people I did not expect to be in a movie together. Yeah, that's I'm, fair. I'm in. <laughs> All right, well, yeah, Steph. sounds interesting, actually. Your number 10. My number 10 is Luca, which I have, I have higher. higher. <laughs> oh, my number 10 is uh, oh, June. <laughs> I think that appears higher. I, right? I have higher. Yeah. You've got that higher? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's it. We'll keep going. All right. Off we go. <laughs> my number nine. Dune. <laughs> oh, I've got that higher. Actually. <laughs> I've got that one higher. So right, we keep I'm, going. I've got no time to die. I don't have that at all. I don't have that at all either. Don't have that one. No. I mean, want to talk about it? Let's I'm talk. just, I'm just excited to see. Like after all the, all the trailers and stuff, I'm kind of mm. just excited to see it. Like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it, that's the thing with some of these. It's just like I just want to see them now. Like, mm. you, you, I mean, we'll talk about it later. But you've got stuff like A Quiet Place Part Two, which had its red carpet and had its, yeah. you know press screenings that came out there's reviews for it really and it's still yeah. not out <laughs> so yeah it's um, just such a weird weird thing <laughs> yeah it's i don't know i'm just kind of i'm intrigued to see it like obviously specter wasn't that didn't love specter you're didn't, right wasn't well, i'll have to great. get back to you guys about this because believe it or not people don't believe me i've never seen a james bond movie so what it's it's on my homework this this year and i i plan on watching all of them um at least uh, Daniel Craig. Um, to be fair, I've only no seen Spectre and Skyfall. I've only seen Octopussy and 
Live and let die. So I really? made, I bought them all. I bought a Blu-ray collection of the James Bonds where I got them all uh, like two years ago. And I was and I made it my mission. I was like, I'm going to watch them all. And then I watched the first one and then I never watched anymore. I really like the first one. You can't go too far back. Yeah. <laughs> well, they had a great deal where if you bought, like, it was buy one, get one free and mm. box sets were included. So I bought the James Bond box set for $200. And then I got another box set for $200 for free. That is like, a fantastic deal. Yeah. Well, you so can't I got, I got, I got all the James Bonds in like Blu-ray, and then I got all of the Clone Wars series in Blu-ray. Oh yes, yeah, you won that just, one. Yeah, yeah. Some of the classic Bonds are okay. Yeah, like some of them are iconic, like Moon, Moonraker, the um, this one in space. I've only like, ever seen. <laughs> yeah, there's a, the there's a laser fight. All kind of like. <laughs> blend into one I feel like, like they're all the same periods. premise I feel like there's periods of Bond where like the first ones where they were like classic spy films and then like later on they just went to goofy spy films well now we're back I mean, to action pack there, there is literal periods which are because yeah. there's different Bonds yeah. so we can look at that yeah, yeah. The, the only reason it's overly on my list is I wanna I'm just curious to see it like yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's fair enough. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm down. It's Bond right, film. Okay, well, it's Bond film. No, number nine. We're hearing you out. Uh, all right, all right. Here's my hear me out number nine. The Boss Baby family business. Now, <laughs> actually, I have this high. No, <laughs> yeah, this is my number has, one. What do you mean? This, yeah, I'm sorry. I, we'll wait. <laughs> yeah. Uh, th- this has every right to be terrible, but here's what I'm saying. You got Jeff Goldblum voicing the villain. That's automatically I'm buying. That's strong. That's I'm strong. In. Yeah, yeah. Alec Baldwin is back as the baby grown up, which yeah. is weird because it's in the whole. Oh, grown up. Wait, how old up. is he? I don't know. It just says he's like a CEO of a business now, and he has his own kids. So it would be weird if he was a oh. baby with a baby. So I'm hoping they mm. make him look full. Excuse me, that's what I want to see. But like a baby with a ba- baby don't, was anyway. Don't so. we kind of want to see a baby with a baby? <laughs> yes. Like, yeah. You know what? You're right. You automatically convinced me. Look, actually. Already, I'm gonna need to buy two tickets. One for me and one for my excitement. Like, (laughs) (laughs) but I don't know, man. Like, uh, the the boss baby has a crazy momentum behind it right now, and uh, similar to um, the same guy's past franchise of Madagascar. I can't remember his name, but the creator of Madagascar and Boss Baby, the guy knows how to milk what works. Yeah, he's got Netflix series, doesn't it? Yeah. He made a whole like Nickelodeon series here about the penguins of Madagascar because he knew yeah. everyone loved that. The movie is really funny. Uh, he's, he's got a great writing team that he works with. And that Netflix series is really popular for some reason. And clearly he knows what works about this. So I'm in. I'm in on the Boss Baby family business. There we go. Okay. Steph, okay. you're uh, number nine. My number nine is coming to America. I don't have this at all. You don't have it at I all? I haven't seen the original. So, so. funny. Oh, this, haven't you seen the original? I was surprised to find out this existed, but I'm excited. <laughs> this was on my 2020, back when we did this last year, my anticipated for 2020, and it didn't make it this year. I don't really, like, I guess I don't really have a lot to say about it, but I'm excited for it. I really liked the first one. Mm. I only watched it oh, last yeah. year. Um, so it's pretty recent, like, and I just I'm excited to see what they're going to do with it because I think Eddie Murphy's character and his friend, their their characters, Arsenio Hall, yeah, Arsenio Hall, yeah, they're fabulous. So I really just want to see more of them. Coming just doing to America thing. is a classic in New York. <laughs> you, yeah, I, you know, be. I was born and raised in New York, and at, Coming to America is like my dad's favorite movie ever. Like, just it's super quotable. We recognize so much of the neighborhoods. It's just very familial. 
um it's awesome i love coming to america so i'm very i'm i'm on board with you coming to america is going to be fantastic yeah it's in great hands <laughs> I hope so. kenya barris of uh of blackish which is like one of the biggest tv shows um of the past few years he's a hilarious super intelligent writer and um actually had the pleasure of meeting him at for work b- purposes and that dude is the wow. best and i cannot wait to see what he does with coming to america that's very exciting. That's cool that you got to meet him. Yeah, he was he was awesome. Uh, my job has a podcast similar to your guys' podcast called Watch List, um, and he was the fir- on the first episode. Uh, they did a live show, and employees were there and stuff. Uh, it was really cool. That's cool. That's awesome. Chris, what's your number nine? Um, number nine, I've got uh, June. I'm pretty that's excited. That's higher on mine. Oh, you've got that one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah you level yeah. with mine. Keep going. So, yeah. Keep going. Yeah, right. uh, at number eight, I have Spider-Man three. I have a higher. Michael's got a higher. Yeah, I don't have it. I uh, have Halloween Kills at eight. Is that anyone else got Halloween? No. I don't okay. have it on my list. I love that Danny McBride written uh, David Gordon Green film from 2018. Um, I really, I really enjoy it, and as a, I, I love the original too. So uh, uh, this is a first of a two-part ending, I guess. Mm. Um, so I'm very interested to, I always get apprehensive when they announce that there's, they're doing a two, they already announced they're doing a two-part ending um, because then I think, well, obviously Michael Myers survives this one. So it's going to be interesting. It's just, yeah. I mean, yeah, you took me to go see that yes. 2018 one and like was still during my period where I hadn't really watched too many horror films. And like I sat there, and I loved it. Like, I really enjoyed it. Like, it, like, I know it's not like, you know, real jump scary or anything, but like, I did really enjoy it. I got really into it. So I'm pretty excited to I, see where it's also going. I love that scene where he's walking through during the Halloween kids trick or treating. Yeah. And I it's just like, the, it's just like you see him walking through the houses. Yeah. It's pretty cool. So yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, I, I guess similarly, but not as bad to James Bond. I only just started doing homework on Halloween. Uh, Cause my buddy Anthony, it's his favorite, uh, horror franchise so i was like you know what i'll watch them for you i will watch all of them so in one day i watched the first three and that was back in 2019 october 2019 and i've yet to continue but i plan on it and i plan on doing so in time for halloween kills which i am very much looking forward to because i loved the first two movies the third one is hilariously bad (laughs) well it's interesting because um the thing that the 2018 movie did was when there's nothing like it's a direct sequel to the original one. So it doesn't, it literally cropped it, out everything. Yeah, it, it just like, it only considers the first one canon. Yeah. I saw some weird diagram somebody made of yeah. how like the first one starts a sequel that happens three different times. I was like, this is yeah. weird. It's but weird. It's, it's cool. your classic. It's like this extended weird universe. Yeah. Uh, Cabe number eight. What what do we got? Okay, my number eight. I guess it's not too much of a hear me out because it uh, it has more chance of being good than anything. I really sorted these by how excited I will be if they do hit. <laughs> um, so number eight is the last duel, Ridley Scott's uh, next movie since uh, All the Money in the World. Does anybody else have that one? I do have this one higher. Yep. Oh, all right. So keep it keep it trucking. I am. Quite excited for that. But uh, my number eight is Last Night in Soho, which I think... I have a higher. Yeah, you've got higher. Okay. Chris? Uh, my number eight is uh, June. <laughs> June. That's one I'm... A, I'm, a, I'm pretty excited for that one. But well, I think I got a higher, so... Someone's obviously got a higher. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. 
Uh, number seven, Luca. I have it. Quiet. Do you have a number seven? <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, number seven, I have a quiet place too. I think it's... I have a higher. You have a higher? <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to do this to We're each other. We're just going to swap. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, right. My number seven is uh, M. Night Shyamalan's old... Um, uh, anybody have that as their number no, one? No. I'm sure someone no. does. <laughs> um, None of us. No. <laughs> yeah, oh, so this is a weird one because I... I I saw this and it literally has no information, like none. Ah. It just says it's based on this. It says it's based on this graphic novel. So I looked up the graphic novel. It's called Sandcastle, and the summary of the graphic novel is wild. It's it. I'll just read the little synopsis here. It says it's a perfect beach day. A young couple, a few tourists, and a refugee all end up in the same secluded utopia, with rock pools and a sandy shore. However, this utopia hides a dark secret. There's a dead body of a woman found, and there's an odd fact that all the children start to age rapidly. Oh. So I guess that's why it's called old. That took took a very quick turn. I was just waiting for it to be something, you know, quite plain and simple. There's even twists in the synopsis now. (laughs) (laughs) It's perfect for him. Um, But, yeah, so I saw this and I was like, okay, this... Has a great story. It has a great cast. Uh, Eliza Scanlon from Little Women, Tomasa McKenzie, who's awesome. Um, they're super solid. But M. Night Shyamalan has no right to be handling something that seems so <laughs> intense. I have yeah. no hate against the guy. I, I love Unbreakable. I like Split. You know, I ha- I love Signs. You know, he's good when he when he is good. I guess it's very fifty fifty. But Is I can totally his? see this like epic story that probably, presumably, has really heavy, nuanced points to make, and him boiling it down to some really, like, admittedly cool special effects and a stupid twist ending. And but is it could be good. Is this <laughs> is, um, could be yeah. Is this his first film since Glass? Uh, he did. Yes, yes, yes. Which yeah, I thought was he's, he had right, that Netflix I series. I, I liked Glass more than like, I didn't love it, but I liked it more I than others. It. See, I'm not a huge fan it. of yeah, that Shyamalan. I think uh, we're on the same page there. I, I liked some people it. hated it though. Some people, I yeah, I I think people went into it wanting just like the the fight, like and just like McAvoy versus Willis, like more of that. But it turned out just to be more of a um. Yeah, just more of a what? How do you consider it? Just more of a talking. Yeah, because it, it was more of more like of it was there more like they were in the like the psychiatric ward. Yeah, it was, that's what most of the film was, and people yeah. didn't, and a lot of people weren't into that. I think um, the only real Shyamalan movie I've seen was Science Split, and I didn't really. I thought it was okay. Like I was I like, I liked I it. Yeah, I liked it. Split. Split was good. Yeah. You guys really liked it. I, I didn't like it as much as you guys. I think. Because I just I think I prefer films with a lot more dialogue. I think you go to split for McAvoy. You go to yeah. split to see McAvoy. He was great. It's I could say like that. The but the rest of the like, I was just I just don't think I really got into it. The story, but um, yeah, if I might the whole movie was just him and uh, Anya Taylor Joy, it would have been five stars. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was the best part of the, the best parts of that. I agree. Um, Steph, uh, my what number. What are we up to? Seven. seven? It's uh, Pinocchio, the Guillermo del Toro one. So I'm. I, I really do have excited. that higher, actually. Oh, you, okay, there we go. Cool. Okay, Chris. Um, I have June. <laughs> really? oh. I got a higher though. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love how you're looking at it every time. Like you just I have to check my list. What do you mean? There's, there's a lot of movies on here. All right, number six. I'm pretty sure this is higher. Um, In the Heights. Yeah, I've got it higher. Yeah. All right, one that you can finally talk about now. I've got Luca at number six. Uh, Steph, where's your... Yeah, Luca was 10 for me. Okay. We all good? Can we talk about Luca? Let's do it. I'm keen, man. I like, especially after watching Soul. Like, I just want more Pixar like mm. films like these. And does the animation look slightly different for this one? Though? Yeah, um, I don't know if I vibe with it. I gotta, I have to see no, more I, of it. But I'm, I'm pretty keen yeah. to watch it. Like, I only like literally watched the thing the other day for it because I was like, I saw like you guys put it on there. I was like, wait, I haven't heard about this one. And I went and looked at it, and like just watching like one little like sort of explanation, like, oh, what's Luke going to be about? I'm like, no, I'm keen. I think Braden uh, explained it by Pixar's take on Call Me By Your Name. Oh, don't say that. I really hope it's so not. It's not it's I, not the I take. hope they just have somebody eating a peach at some point, just to add yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. just an homage what's going to on it. Here. Yeah, that was very uncomfortable for me to watch that film. I do love, <laughs> you peach. know I love that movie. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. I, that, oh, God. That was one of my favourites. I think favorites it's, it's in my year, top four on Letterboxd. It is, uh, I just think... The two actors, just fabulous yeah. in the storyline. The book's really good too, if you're a reader. Yeah, I uh, I bought my girlfriend that book and she never finished it. I don't think she ever Aww. started it. <laughs> we we really liked it, both of us. But yeah, I'll probably steal it from her and read it someday. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Um, I don't have much else to say. I'm just yeah. pretty excited to see. I do like Pixar. So, so yeah, set in Italy. You just... Luca, yeah, it's Pixar, you know. That's Pixar, it. I mean, it's Pixar. Luca, <laughs> yeah. yeah, Dave, number six. Uh, my number six is something called Boogie. Um, I didn't know this was coming, but apparently it's been rumored or confirmed for a long time. Uh, it's Eddie Huang, the chef personality. Um, yeah, I'm not sure if you guys know Eddie Huang because he's very big in New York. Because does he? Uh, he does the chef show, doesn't he? Is that who no, I'm thinking of? No. No, that's, that's David Chang. Sorry. David Chang's David awesome. Chang. Look, um, yep, I've just shown. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I'm just go Eddie Huang, he so <laughs> he for some reason he's really big in New York. He has his biggest restaurant here in New York, but uh, he's from DC and he had a very famous show that was very self biographical um, on ABC, which is one of our biggest networks here. Um, called Fresh Off the Boat, which is about his immigrant family from China or from Taiwan, is rather. That, is that and, the one um, with Randall Park? Yes. Yeah, that's yes. one Randall Park, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. And Constance Wu. I, I love her so much. But um, so he's making a movie that is, it's his feature debut. He He's only directed TV shows before and and he's written some comedy shows as well. And he's writing and directing in this. It stars several rappers actually acting, not as themselves, and it's about a Chinese American in New York trying to become like a huge basketball star. And oh, awesome. it's it, it Jeremy Lin story. very like, yeah, like these, it sounds like he's capitalizing on that Lin sanity storyline way back when. But um, he, it sounds like it, it's probably going to be very, you know, over the plate, probably just a typical debut. But what I'm hoping for is like a Jonah Hill mid nineties esque, like something very close yeah. to the heart, personal, has his personality written all over it, and something that, you know, he could really jump off from. Cause I, I love the guy. He's awesome. Love mid nineties. You've got you've got me at basketball, so <laughs> I'm I'm in. Big basketball fan? Yeah. Well, uh my number six is the last duel. So uh, that'll be uh, yeah. 
Is it higher? And anyone else? No, 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 no. That's it. Off you go. Very uh, Chris, Chris, is it high? You got it on your list? <laughs> no, I don't oh, have okay, this one. Do you want to this one? Uh, <laughs> no, I don't have that one. <laughs> I'm really excited for it. I mean, what more could you? It's like, it's historical. It's no, it's, it's Ridley Scott. It's, it's Damon someone else. Damon and, yeah, who was the other one? You might know. Driver. Oh, Adam, oh yeah, Driver. that's right. Yeah. So wait, which? what's this one? It's, it's a duel. We don't know too much about it, but it's. It's yeah, it's about like the last duel in history or something like that, or the last yeah. So uh, the reason I medieval the like reason I uh, like had it on my list. Do you no. mean like gun yeah. duel? No, so I think it's swords. Okay. It's swords. Oh. Yeah, it's 14th century France. Ah, oh, okay. Yeah, so it's definitely okay. swords. I uh, the reason I had it on my hear me out, because it, it has all the it has a lot of components to be good. I think Adam Driver is one of the best young actors yeah, absolutely. right now. Um, and you know Matt Damon is Matt Damon. You know what you're gonna get from him. But the the, the reason I, I, I put it on my, like, I don't know. Hear me is out. Yeah. It, Matt Damon and Ben Affleck wrote it. And Ben Affleck's a great writer. He's proven that, you know, as, as much as people like to rag on him, he's a really good writer. His track record is solid. But them writing for 14th century France is such a weird concept. And yeah, then, right? <laughs> That's and not they're dueling over uh, Matt Damon accuses Adam Driver of raping his wife. Which is just an insanely heavy premise. Yeah. And I'm mm. so curious how that gets handled. I mean, it's Ridley Scott, he does a lot of historical stuff. So if anybody could pull it off, it's him. They can go two ways with mm. the dialogue. I mean, sometimes people like to twist it and use very modern dialogue to tell yeah. a story that's set back then, or they go Shakespearean and it's just. Like in Vice, yeah. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like in Vice. So it'll be interesting to note, like, to see what sort of take. Uh, Damon and Affleck take on that. It's, if if you came to me and say they were writing a movie, it would be my last guess that it'd be like a 14th century. <laughs> exactly. In front. Yeah. Like, it's not where I think that would go. I love, yeah, but I, I have the biggest soft spot for Ben Affleck. I, yeah. We know. I love, I haven't seen Live by Night, which was his last film he directed and wrote, I believe. But the, uh, was it The Way Back? The Way Back I loved. That was really good. Um, I really like that too. Uh, I did not expect yeah. to. Um, and. Uh, like the town and Argo are films I really enjoy. And you know what? I like his Batman. I'll say it. <laughs> You're a big Batfleck. Okay. Yeah. Um, Chris. <laughs> what number are we up to? Six. Six. I've got June. Okay. Ah, <laughs> move on. Um, number five. <laughs> number five. I've got a quiet place part two. Is this higher? No, I don't have this on mine. my list. Um, I, I, I kind of want to, I think, I feel like this was lower on my top, my last one I did for 2020. Mm. Um, it's jumped up all the way now because the reviews for it were really good. So I'm even more hyped for it now. Um, this one's been pushed back so much. Yeah, I think it got pushed to September. Now it's been pushed back just a year after it's meant to come out. Uh, I really love that first movie. Um, mm. I'm interested in this one. Uh, can't wait to see Cillian Murphy in it. Is um, he in it? Yeah. That gets me more excited. I, <laughs> all right. I had this one slightly lower. But it, it falls into the, my bottom four fall into all the categories. I just want to see them now. Like, yeah. I've seen the trailers. I've had enough time to think about it. I just want to see them. And I really did enjoy a, like a first Quiet Place. Like, again, it was one of like those horror movies that I was very hesitant in going into and came out really enjoying. Oh, yeah, I watched it with you, mm, didn't I? So good. Yes. Yeah. I was very, like, he multiple times, he's like, let's go see a Quiet Place. I was like, no, no, no. <laughs> and I, fi I finally came. And I was like, all right, we'll go see it. And I was preparing to like, Pretty much shit my pants. I um, I uh, it's interesting because I it's one of those films that I've watched. 
it, the cinema experience for that was what you went for. Yeah. Mm. It, and oh, it was yeah. one that most, um, surprisingly, most people were, were just like on board with. Like, that's be quiet because you go to so many theatres nowadays and everyone's talking on their phones. And it's definitely one of those movies that just made audiences shut up. And like, like everyone was scared to make sound. They that. used I was the like sound to eat in that popcorn movie. watching that. Yeah. Movie. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. But they, they mean, used the sound so well in yeah. that movie. Like so. The, but yeah. with saying that, I do feel like w- watching it again at home, you do lose that level with it. I can agree um, with that part. It's still enjoyable. It's still a really solid movie, the first one. But like when watching it out of theaters, you do lose something. Yeah. It's like the whole tense feeling of it, like being quiet. So mm. I'm mainly, I'm just excited to go and have that experience again in the theaters of everyone being on the same level of, all right, we're all going to be respectful and shut up. Now, like the thing is, when it first got announced, we were slightly, like slightly hesitant because when we first talked about another one, we're like, don't follow the same people. Like, see, let's see what like something's happening. I want to see more of the world. So, what's happening to other people in the world? Like, don't go back and find out where these things came from. Just go forward. Like, and, and no how, John. How is other people? And mm-hmm. no John Krasinski, of course. Yeah, the Cran. Yeah, I usually I usually no hate man. prequels, but the, the the fact that it's getting so much praise early on, I am very yeah. very interested. Yeah, Michael. Five. Five. Uh. It'd be uh, Fast and Furious 9. Okay, I have a total another list that's just my real top anticipated of 2021. And it's just Fast and Furious 5. Nine. 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 Or well, five. <laughs> plus four. You know. <laughs> together. No, All this right. is... um This, you know... Doesn't appear on this list? It's not on my list because I need some credibility. <laughs> um, but, my God, am I excited? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, I'd only seen... One Fast and Furious movie before becoming friends with you. Yeah, maybe. And then we all. watched them all before eight or yeah, for Southern. We watched them all <laughs> at one point, and I'm just like, I'm full on board with this now. Like, they're it's just ridiculous, they're but really... I'm on board. And they're going to space. Well, I don't know if you if you guys have ever visited the states or anything, but that's what it's like. That's basically every day here. Fast and Furious movies. So. <laughs> Yeah, you're getting a real slice of life out of those. Especially oh, Tokyo yeah, Drift. Really, oh, yeah, especially <laughs> Tokyo Drift. <laughs> um, Donkey Kong. <laughs> do you have any stance on the Fast and Furious movies, Gabe? Have you seen you them? Know, just... You know, I don't because I have a weird story involved with Fast and Furious. Uh, I'm, I've am i never been, and this is a peek into my personal life, I guess, but I've never been a first date kind of person. I just, right. I'm the person that if I'm in a relationship with someone, it's because we've gotten to know each other organically over time. The fir- and, and largely, that's because of Fast and Furious. <laughs> so, Fair enough. the first ever time I went on a first date with someone, and I was like, I don't want to do this, but like I, I really like this girl, and I got a chance to do this first date, first impression thing. I'm going to let's go to the movies classic kind of thing which it's looking back it, it's a horrible decision but anyway it was there was something in theaters that weekend I wish I remember what it was that was like the perfect first date movie and when we got there it was sold out and they were like you could see Fast 7 and I was like uh all right I've never seen a Fast and Furious at that point they were like you could see Fast 7 and I was like I looked at it I was like oh, I guess oh my god like the first like three shots were just like ass and and just and like fast like oh god it's it, it gives me ptsd because i'm just sitting there 
I'm trying to make a good impression, and I'm uncomfortable because it's just like over sexualization, over just complete sexualization, which I would totally be fine with <laughs> if I was with people I was comfortable with. But I'm trying to make yeah. like a solid first impression. Yeah. With this. Did you have credibility with this girl as like the movie guy? Oh God, no. Thank God. No. But uh, okay. Yeah, I was gonna no, say. It was. Uh, I met. We met. Um, through a friend in high school, he was making a short that I was starring in and she was starring in as like my girlfriend in the role. Uh, and we just like, we were just talking or whatever. And then I was like, it led to that. And Oh my God, it was horrible. It was so <laughs> bad. I ever since then, I've never watched the fast and furious movie. That's kind of just trauma at this point. Fair enough. <laughs> 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 fun. I'm not excited for it. Ah, uh, you see yeah. it though. I don't want to watch we it. We get invited, you go see it. I don't think I will. Yes, well, you will. We got invited to Hobbs and Shaw. Who knows? We might get invited to Fast Oh, I didn't wait, go to I forgot about Hobbs and Shaw. That counts, yeah. right? Yeah, that absolutely. That freaking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I liked Hobbs and Shaw. It was the only one I liked. Yeah, sure. You, Apart from number two. You I said number two. two was the best. Out of all of them, if I had to make a choice, Which it would be number two. Which is a horrible Number two is You're arguably wrong. the worst. <laughs> You're Jacob wrong. and Eli uh, and I were supposed to watch all of them in one sitting, like prepared to break oh, night and everything and it just didn't work out but we, we gotta we gotta make that happen i guess it's yeah. an experience mm. so gay what is your number five uh my number five is nobody oh this is the bob odenkirk one yeah so i think yeah. Yeah, i don't have much to say about it it's pretty straightforward but the fact that he's an executive producer on it makes me really excited because yeah um he's he's just a genius like in in terms of writing and story um he's awesome and it's paired with the creators of john wick so it's like a john a comedy john wick which is just yeah. intriguing Ooh. to me um yeah i mean it could be this dumbest most mind-numbing kind of uh stupid comedy to come out in the middle of february but I have yeah. I have hopes it'll be something good. I I think it's gonna be good. I really I hope. I love Bob. Better Call Saul only gets better. Yeah, uh, Bob um, Odenkirk's awesome. Uh, yeah, Steph. My number five is The King's Man. I have it higher. You have it higher. Chris, <laughs> here we go. Same answer, Alex. <laughs> Dude. <All right. laughs> uh, number four now. Um, I have The Suicide Squad. Anyone have it? I don't have it on. I my don't list have it on my list. No, no one's got it on their list. No. Okay. Um. Wow. Jeez. I'm really excited for this because it's James Gunn. Um. It it the the fucking feature it they released for it looks crazy. Um. John Cena looks like he should look in my dreams. Um. <laughs> I'm like okay. I'm really interested to see how they he, do it. With, what? Say like he should look in your dreams or like he does look in your dreams. No, I mean, look, he looks a certain. I can't see him in my dreams. Honestly. Okay. Um, <laughs> he share it right yeah, now. he's just not. There's, he's get holding too excited back right if he now. talks. About I just know it. He's the second there. he said it, I knew. <laughs> um, Don't hand him a pillow. Just. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very interested to see how they've incorpor- They're going to incorporate the characters that were in the first one. Mm. If they're going, if it's just, I think it's just going to be like a different multiverse. They're going to go the multiverse route with it, where like it's them, but it's a new team. I'm. I like James Gunn a lot. Um, I, despite what I think about Guardians Two, that's a movie that I, when I do go back and watch it, I like it a little bit more. Um, I mean, Guardians One being one of my favorite Marvel yeah. films, I can say like I'm intrigued. It's just, I mean, I feel like if I had like you know maybe two more spots, it probably would have yeah hop, popped on. Like it's it's sitting there because I'm intrigued to see what's going to happen considering and the train wreck of 
the, the, first the one. other one. And it's definitely he. I'm pretty sure he went and he's proclaiming now that it's definitely rated R. So I'm very interested in it. Yeah, that, I heard yeah. about that. I'm very interested in it. <laughs> I w- I don't know if I'd use anticipated, but I would definitely use mm. interested. <laughs> <laughs> Michael. Michael. The King's Man. The okay, King's the King's Man. There we go. I actually did think it was going to be... I wrote your list out. I couldn't remember if the King's Man was on there. I actually have uh, King's Man at three. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh okay. all right. Well, we can talk about it uh, in a bit. All right. So yeah. your number four, Gabe. My number four is Uncharted. Um, oh. Which <laughs> oh. I wrote... Because uh, I didn't know... I knew it was in developmental hell for a bit, but I didn't know how badly this movie was cursed. Like, past Sonic yeah. the Hedgehog levels... I, I wrote it all out, but I'm not going to bore anybody with it because it was just me kind of making sense of it all. But it's directed by yeah. five directors. <laughs> yeah, no, it's been through some. <laughs> Who's directing so, it now? Because so, at the moment, so it, it was, this is what blew my mind. The, David O. Russell was the first director on it. Yeah. And he backed out to make Silver Linings Playbook, which came out like seven years ago. Wait, is that so how long this film yeah. has been in the making? This, yes, yeah, this film oh has my been God. in development for 11 years. Wait, yeah, so this Tom, is one with Tom Holland. Tom Holland wasn't born when they did <laughs> yeah, Basically, it's, it's I mean, insane. Think about, think about how long ago that, that Nathan Fillion like, yeah, that fan, fan, film, came fan out. film came out, which was great. I'm pretty sure Sean Levy was on it at a point. Yeah, so um, it went to David Russell, who... I, I believe basically got fired for trashing the fan favorite kind of fan film of Nathan Fillion. He he apparently, yeah. from what I saw, trashed it, was like, I don't even know who this guy is, and then shortly after left the project. He they basically were like, Get out of here. Um <laughs> then they had Neil Berger who did who did Divergent. He left to do Divergent. Then they asked well, Seth sh- Rogan to write it. like multiple times and they were and he was like i'm good and then chris pratt was supposed to be nathan drake under seth gordon who they both left to do baywatch and then in 2015 (laughs) when they had the movie pretty much done it got leaked through that whole sony pictures hack thing and they fired that director and trashed that script because they were like we can't do that now then sean levy was attached to it um, and he he left to do Free Guy, which almost made my list. I'm kind of uh, intrigued by by Free Guy. It was on my list. It was on my list for last year. I wasn't oh, sure yeah, if right. it like it had come out, out somewhere year. else, so I didn't put yeah. I didn't put it on. But I'm excited for that. And then they had uh, they finally got their guy, or so they thought, Travis Knight, who did Bumblebee and Kubo, yeah. um, both of which I really liked and really really liked. <laughs> And then he left because he couldn't find time with Tom Holland. This movie's just cursed. It's just cursed. <laughs> it just wasn't meant to come out. Um, I think uh, with this, I'm okay with Tom Holland being Nathan Drake if they because they're going the young route. I'm okay with that. It's Mark Wahlberg as Sully that that, that throws going, me off. That's yeah, so. Have weird. you seen the, the, his Instagram video with the mustache? It it's it's all for some reason it's like the uncanny valley but not but like yeah. it's just like something doesn't look right. Like I know here. they got like obviously mm. they're going like the younger route but like it just doesn't seem yeah. right. Like Sully's meant to be you know this old sort of like I don't know Miami but Vice look. Dude. Here's the thing yeah. that's even weirder. I also thought they were going the young route of Nathan Drake. They're apparently doing a exact remake and adaptation of Uncharted Four, the most recent game to come out. Right. 
Oh, yeah. So I don't know what's going on. But to answer your question, the guy that, that they finally attached to it's Ruben Fleischer, who made Venom and Zombieland. So yes. at the very least, it'll be stupidly entertaining. But there we go. Hopefully, it's good. Let's hope. All right, Steph. Yep. Steph. Now, I don't quite know how to pronounce it, but it's either Encanto or Ensanto. Uh, it's, it's one of them. The Colombian Encanto. Disney. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Very excited for that as well. I'm more excited for that than Luca. Yeah, I think. Because it's Lynn. Pardon? Yeah, it's because it's Lynn. It's Lynn and I prefer the animation style. It's going to be the summer of It's going to be nuts. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be very yeah, exciting. Well, because what we have, we have In the Heights. We have Encanto. Yeah, and there's another one he's doing as well. Oh, Tick, Tick, Boom. His film yeah. comes out. The that's one he's it. directing. Um, yeah. So, yeah. That's, if, you I'm thought very theater, if you thought theater uh, kids were annoying with Hamilton, just wait till this summer is over. <laughs> Uh-huh. We are the annoying thing that gets obsessed with Hamilton. <laughs> Do I need to ask? You don't need to ask, Alex. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll ask. Chris, what is it? It's June. Oh. Right, we're getting <laughs> to the top three now. And top I've got three. a higher. So, no, no, no. <laughs> so number three, um, this was my number one for last year. Um, it's Ghostbusters Afterlife. I got, um, I, got, I got it in my bottom four because yep. it's like, I don't have the attachment to Ghostbusters like yeah. I know you do. Like, I like the original Ghostbusters movie and I'm, pr- I'm excited to see what this one does. Yeah. Like it looks really good from what the is trailers. It? Is it a, is it, so it's not following on from the all female one. No, 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 no. we don't talk about that's, that one. Cause that's what I thought. So when I saw it in your list, I thought, what the hell are you doing? Yeah. This is, this is a sequel to the originals. Um, oh, okay. With it's, I'm pretty sure they're all going to be in it in some way or form. I don't know if, if it's just going to be a cameo or they actually have a role in it. Well, it's, I, it's Finn Wolfhard. Finn Wolfhard. Um, Are they meant to be related what's it, to what's one of the girl's name? That's in a, the main character. She plays Egon's granddaughter. Uh, Carrie Coon's in it, Paul Rudd's in it. Um, right. This is one of those trailers that came out and I just watched it over and over again because there was something new every time I watched it. Like mm. There was like a, a thing referencing Ghostbusters and like Ghostbusters is easily in my top five movies of all time. I grew up on that movie. That and the Karate Kid are two movies I grew up watching a lot. Okay. Um, and so I'm very excited for it. Like, And I love Paul Rudd. I want to. I watch more things. I love like Paul Rudd's awesome. I didn't realize I this stuff about the movie. It's piquing yeah. my interest. <laughs> All right, I've got Spider Man three. I don't have it on my list. Uh, yeah, no, that's my number eight. That's it. I mean, okay. it's this. I mean, I feel Spider-Man like 3. it's so high because like every day we get closer to Toby being in it. Yeah, like, it's. I don't mm. know. It's getting to the point where like. I shouldn't be excited for all this stuff gonna, that's going to be in it because I feel like it's just going to be too much. That's my biggest worry, though, is that it's going to be, be overstuffed. It's going to be overstuffed. And I mean, like, that original Spider-Man trilogy that we grew up on, like, 3 is known uh, for being overstuffed. Hey, I love yeah. 3. No, no, no. I still love it. I love 3. But, like, it's known for being, like, overstuffed. It's prequel. Yeah, it's, it's like, it's I've got prequels with me where, like, I love to watch them, but I recognize what's not good about them. Mm. Mm. So um, I'm, I'm just hoping, like, because I really enjoyed, like, Homecoming and... Um, Far, Far from, from home. home. Because like... So like, I, and I really do like Tom Holland as a Spider-Man. So I'm hoping they do this trilogy how did, justice and not ruin it by ending it the with wh- overcrowding and stuff. The way mm. I think about the Spider-Man and who each plays him, I say that Toby was a phenomenal Peter Parker. Yes. Um, Garfield was a phenomenal Spider-Man and Tom Holland's just a, a good It's mix. a good mix of them both. Yeah, I can um, agree with that. I'll accept that. Yeah. I'll accept that. <laughs> I think we came up with that quite a while. We said yeah, that it's, yeah, it's pretty good. Um, but good compromise. Yeah, my only issue is that it's overstuffed because you got, I mean, who's in this film? Doc, apparently Doc Ock's back. Yeah, Melina's back as Doc Ock. Um, Jamie Foxx's. Kirsten Dunst. And Kirsten Dunst is apparently back in a. Yeah, there's a uh, lot There's a lot going on. So I'm, and on one hand, very. Doctor Strange. Ex- yeah. 
Cumberbatch yeah. is in it. I'm on one hand very excited to see where this goes. Mm. Got like going on from like the end credit scene of Far From Home, like him being, you know. That's what I watched out. Far From Home the other day and I went, well, right, they're going to do this as well. Yeah, so, so him being like called out as Spider Man and then like. Spoilers. Mm. Oh, everyone should have seen <laughs> it. Yeah, I think, I and then the other, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, on the other hand, it's all the. All the things I've added to it, yeah. kind of yeah. worrying, but it's still. Very I, was, uh, I was talking to Jacob about this because he was just messaging when the Doc Ock news hit. He was messaging Eli and us like how excited he was, and I expressed similar reservations of just I don't know, like this is really packed. But we were just talking back and forth about it, and Jacob made a good point. He was like, "Look, if MCU can handle what they handled between Infinity War and Endgame, I think we'll be all right with what they can that handle." That is true. With That's true. 3. I haven't. Sure. I never like. I never considered it in that way. That is a. That's a really good point to like. Because like, obviously, when Spider Man Three, the good Spider Man Three came out, um, there wasn't like this big MCU or anything. So yeah, what what the Russo yeah. brothers have been able to do in con- in like connecting all this stuff is wild. <laughs> so but yeah. to go back to that, Alex, that, that, I, I I just remembered I didn't comment on uh, Ghostbusters. It Ivan Reitman, the director of the original Ghostbusters. His yeah. son is directing yeah. Afterlife, which is awesome. And uh, Jason oh, Reitman's cool. yeah, Juno pretty... is one of my favorite movies ever. Uh, and, and I'm pretty sure I'm excited. And I'm pretty sure Ivan um, was on set too. Or yeah, first name, yeah. Yes, apparently it's <laughs> awesome. It's yeah, like, I, I saw uh, behind the scenes a cool stuff, father-son yeah. thing. It's I, I'm really excited yeah. for that. Same. Um, Gabe, yeah. your number three. Oh, my number three is The Kingsman or Kingsman. Oh, okay. uh, cool. oh yeah. Yes. Here we go. Kingsman. All right, yeah. so. Kingsman Secret Service is one of my favorite movies of all time, isn't it? I yeah. love that movie. Mm, it's I very agree good. with the first one. Yeah, second and I mean, one. I read really, like because because of my love for the first one, I do quite enjoy the second one. But like, I do see why people like. I think they're all enjoyable. Yeah. They're all don't, they don't obviously films. don't like it, but I I just love the the world. Like I'm with you. Like I, the first one for me is on a level. Like it is a great film. It's a great spy film. Like it's mm. it's awesome artistically. Like there's a lot of things going for it. Second one. It's hot. It just, it's just more. <laughs> yeah, of, it's yeah. more of like eggsy and stuff. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, I think I have a weird story with Jacob and Eli with the Kingsman. I watched the Kingsman in theaters three times. It was one of the only movies I've ever done that with the original one, and this was before I knew Jacob and Eli. And I love it. I, I'm, I'm with you guys. The first one, I love it. Um, Best opening to a movie oh, ever. Yeah. By the way, so good. And then years later, when the second one came out, Eli, Jacob, and I were like, let's go see it together. Uh, we got to it a little late. So there's three seats in like the front row. And oh. Eli is so mad at us because me and Jacob are like, let's just sit in the front. Who cares? He's like, I refuse. I refuse. I refuse. There's no way. <laughs> so he's just su- super mad. He's like super cranky, goes to the back. He's like, I'm sitting in the back. You guys can sit in the front. And then I, I don't know if it was a matter of seating or, or expectations but we leave the theater, we meet up with Eli, and Jacob and I are both in agreement, like, so that wasn't very good, was it? And Eli's like, I love that. And so, and the whole ride home, we are just arguing. Because, <laughs> and I think it really is a matter of expectations, though. I went in not expecting, like, a full-out goofy comedy, <laughs> which well, is really my problem, what it was. My <laughs> problem with it was that they introduced this device that magically heals bullet-like head wounds, which to me <laughs> takes takes all of the stakes out of this for the main characters. Anyone they that shoot was, in the head. Yeah. The, the only two problems I the only two problems I had with it is the villain wasn't 
Like it wasn't a great villain. It's no Sam Jackson with the list. Yeah, mm. and then and then obviously the healing the thing, but like I can look past it because mm. it's Kingsman. No, mainly just the no one can die thing. Yeah. But, I, no but like stakes. actually talking about the the, the kings the kings men is um, the kings men. I'm excited. I'm ex- I'm I'm I am excited to see this prequel. Like it looks bonkers. That's the only reason it's not on my list because of the second one. Ah, oh. that's the only reason why. It I'm just, willing to forgive it because this is what set in the twenties. World War yeah. One. World War One. Okay, there you go. Just but before al- that. Also, mm. it was not meant to be. I'm pretty sure I read it wasn't meant to be a Kingsman film, and they took the story and then they changed it to make yes, it into no, a Kingsman no, it, film. It, it was meant to be like yeah. a World War One that, sort of. That's thing. why I'm like. I'm can, going to this under those eyes. I can look past that too. Cautiously optimistic about it. Isn't Ray Fine in it as well? Yeah. Yeah. See? Really he, could save just, it. he could save it all. Yeah. <laughs> He's I'm that good. Sorry. Aaron he Taylor is. Johnson's in it too. Aaron Taylor Johnson. Yeah. That's also pretty cool. That's um, exciting. Which I, I did know. not recognize in Tenet at all. No. Wait, what? He's in Tenet. As what? As military man, I guess. Oh, <laughs> didn't recognize But him yeah, I'm, I'm just pretty excited for it. It's yeah. just that, that, u- that universe waiting yeah. so long yeah that universe is yeah, awesome really and if anyone can save it it's it's uh it's very fine that dude's freaking amazing yeah. uh, Steph. No, no number three for gabe oh no right yours was the king's sorry i thought that was yours okay number three for me is in the heights so okay we can talk about this another lin fan i'm yeah. just have you listened to the soundtrack for in yeah. the heights before yeah it's good right uh, it's, yeah it's off right. you go pardon said off you go talk about it or sing it as well oh both um, no, like this is, I l- like, I don't know, trailers, as much as I try to avoid them, some of them I do watch and then some of them I watch over and over and over and over again. The In the Heights it. trailer one, I watched so many times because that is a great trailer. It is a good trailer. I've already seen it maybe twice, but mm. it just looks, Anthony Ramos, he's going to yeah. kill it, I think. He's going to be awesome. I almost wish there was like a category at some awards for trailers. Like editing in trailers needs to be rewarded because like a trailer can make or break like excitement for a movie and like the in the highest one was just awesome yeah well, as long as the excitement is well placed like i hope you know as long as it pays off in <laughs> yeah. the end when you watch a movie a trailer could be great but then if the movie lets you down it's then the trailer did really well it deserves a reward if you got me hyped for a bad movie i suppose i suppose um, so yeah i mean like what yeah like you said say? this is gonna be like lynn's lynn's year it's for just, sure it really is i feel like and he's I'm been so having <laughs> yeah Cause well, yeah, he's. I mean, he's done Moana. He's done Mary Poppins. I mean, I didn't love Mary Poppins Returns, but um, I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Very excited for In the Heights. And yeah. uh, Chris, do I? Uh, <laughs> you hmm. need to Did ask? Take a guess. Take a guess, Steph. French <laughs> Dispatch. <laughs> no, it's gonna be June. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. My number two uh, is. I was tossing up between this and number three uh, for the longest time, but it's Last Night in Soho. Is that higher on anyone else's no. list? No, it was no. earlier for me. So this is Edgar Wright's new film. Um, this is also horror? a horror film. Yeah. Uh, I just can't remember the cast in it right now, but I know it's good. Oh, it wasn't. I, I think Anya Taylor Joy's. Yeah. Yeah. I, I had mean, to. I had to quickly like because I, I like when I saw you list. I had to quickly like look it up. I, mean, I can't great. quite. I can't quite remember what like the movie's meant to be about. Like I did read it, but like it was only it's a very fashion? quick skim. It's yeah. fashion based, isn't it? My man's hasn't made a bad film yet. No. It's true. Um, That's why I love. The Cornella trilogy. I mean, I love The World's End. Um, Baby Driver, I think, is an expertly crafted film. Um, and Scott Pilgrim is Scott Pilgrim. It's awesome. Oh, that's one of my favorite movies. Oh yeah. So um, I like. I mean, like, I'm re- I'm still really upset that we never got to see his Ant Man. Um, but you know, 
right. It is what it is. Take what we can get. Um, and I'm, I'm just excited for more things he does. Okay. Yeah, that dude. Has yeah, I'm not excited missed. too. Yeah, it's a big change of right. pace, but my number I mean, two is. I'm excited. It's my number one. Your number one, but it's Mission Mission Impossible Seven. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but um, um, Mission Impossible 7 is my number two. But That did not make an appearance on my list. Gabe, what's your number two? My number two is, uh, it has no release date, weirdly enough, but it's uh, Olivia Wilde's book smart follow-up, uh, Don't Worry, oh. Darling. Oh, this is the one that Shy got, just got kicked off of. Yeah. Did and, he? Uh, Why did he get kicked yeah. off? <laughs> it's, Why am I not shocked? It is <laughs> weird, man. It is weird. Like, So you go from book smart, which is like this really s- smart, uh, you know, <laughs> complex but really funny, just buddy movie, uh, coming of age, like kind of like the female super bad in a way, and uh, it's amazing. One of my favorite movies of that year, and she completely changes pace. It's a it's a 1950s period piece that's supposed to be like a psychological thriller with Harry Styles and Florence Pugh playing a couple, a married couple. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Intriguing. It, it is looks so good. Yeah, it's weird. It's just weird. So, it does look very weird. Uh, but but like you said, uh, it has the potential to. Yeah, it really does. It has a lot of potential. But, so th- I guess the few reasons I'm I'm into it is she's not only writing and directing, but she's starring as a as a primary supporting role, which is I guess how she started dating Harry Styles. Which I don't know if you've kept up with the tabloids on that. Yeah, I have. They've been holding. They've. They. Uh, she's been trending on Twitter because they've been seen out holding hands. Olivia Wilde. Yeah, and Harry Styles. Oh, well, but I was so shocked. She just left Jason. <laughs> I know. Uh, don't worry. When that was like um, Chris Pratt and Anna Faris breaking up for me, I was just like, oh, we lost yeah. them. Now we lost it's, Olivia it's Wilde. It's like Jason sweethearts Sudeikis. that you want to root for. <laughs> yeah, but it also yeah. this is this is where I there was a moment a few years ago where I realized I've officially crossed the the line in the sand of being like an unbearable film nerd. And it was when I officially had like a favorite cinematographer. I I never really understood it. I'm like, <laughs> I know who some cinematographers are, but how could you really have a favorite? But I remember when I watched um, Venom, weirdly enough, which I didn't really like, but the, the visuals in Venom, I really enjoyed like the cinematography work. I looked this guy up and he's from Elmhurst, Queens, which is right next door to me. And he's it's a Filipino American from Elmhurst, Queens. Went to a high school not far from me. I'm like, oh, this is my dude. And then I look up his resume, and it's crazy. He's he did four Darren Aronofsky films, including his first two, Requiem for a Dream and Mother. He did four Spike Lee oh. films, three John Favreau films, including the first two Iron Man, Straight Outta Compton, Venom, uh, Star Is Born, Birds of Prey. This dude is just good. <laughs> and he's, he's yeah. on this Don't Worry Darling. So I'm like, you know what? I'm in. And the ensemble cast is nuts too. As Kiki Lane, Chris Pine is a cult leader, Nick Kroll. Oh, that's I'm so like, cool. you know what? Sign me up. It sounds freaking bonkers, but sign me up. <laughs> So we don't know when it's coming out just yet? Not yet. It has no release year? date, but it's said to be 2021, yeah. All right. Very exciting. Right. Def, number two. My number two is Dune. Does anyone that have high... Uh, does anyone have that uh, I think I have that high <laughs> one. Okay. Sorry, 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 Steph. <laughs> yeah. Um, my number two is Dune, but I have that higher. Okay, so we'll, all right. We'll come all right. Back. So number one time. Um, my God, Mission Impossible 7. I am I am very excited. I... Fucking love Mission Impossible. 4. I love, <laughs> I love, Ghost Protocol, Rogue Nation, Fallout. Those last three were like, like 
They got each got better. They got better. Like I'm not sure if Gabe, you've seen. Yeah, I mean, I feel like the only Mission Impossible that's not great is two. Yeah, and then they're all like like, so good. Like Fallout. Fallout is on another level. Good. Mm. I'm. I. Yeah, they're not ironically good. They aren't ironically. So I'm gonna. I haven't seen any of them. So Alex is gonna put me through them. Like when I was watching, I think Fallout in cinemas was one of the. I was at, at the end of that movie. Like that was wild. When him and Cavill face off again at the edge of that cliff, I was just like, it feels like this has been, like, I've been here for a week, the way that I followed these characters. I feel like, like we were all on yeah. it. Like, when we saw it, we were, like, sitting on the edge of our seat, just like... That, that. I mean, and a big part of that is Tom Cruise. I mean, say what you want about him. The man's dedicated to his craft. Oh, yeah. Dedicated's um, an understatement like, after recent yeah. events. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, d- didn't he have a bit of a blow up over yeah. s- about, some, over about some COVID one? rules? Yeah. I like, you know, I'm on his side with that one. Like, yeah, I same, think so was Hollywood. Mm. <laughs> um, like he's just, I have, I have the most respect for him um, with, he's so dedicated. He loves movies. Uh, I've watched interviews with him that says he watches a movie a day. Now I don't know how he fits that in with his jam packed schedule, That's wild. but he says he does. Um, so he's just someone who loves the art form so much and he goes above and beyond with, you know, he flying the helicopter at the end of Fallout. That was all him. He does and his own. He just does everything. Like, which brings me to an honorable mention, which is Top Gun Maverick for this year. Because I'm, I, oh my I just, god, like, he, um, forgot, completely forgot about that. Yeah, <laughs> number one, Top Gun Maverick. Yeah, yeah. actually, <laughs> <laughs> forget forget the other one. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm I'm I can't wait. I hate that it comes out in December because I have to wait so long for it. But yeah. it's I'm so excited. All right. I feel like I might be the only one that put this on here, but God damn, am I excited for the new Space Jam film? <laughs> Hell yeah. Oh. Hell yeah. Oh, I'm so excited. I like, I I reckon I'll probably have to go rewatch Space Jam again. Man, soon. you weren't kidding about your basketball uh, love. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm pretty, I'm excited to see how LeBron goes. And I love the fact that Bronny, his kid got kicked off because he was smoking all week. He got caught Wait, smoking all So he got, yeah, while, while the NBA hilarious. bubble was happening, uh, his son got like caught out smoking weed, so he got kicked like kicked off of the production. I'm fairly sure, but I just loved oh, yeah. all the memes that came from it when LeBron finally gets home from the bubble. All those memes <laughs> of him getting Bronny getting That's his hilarious. ass whooped. But I, I, we, me and Braden made Alex watch Space Jam a while. Yeah, ago. I never seen it. It's one of those movies I watched as a, like when I was young. I really enjoyed. I hadn't seen it in a long time. I was just more Looney Tunes back in action. That was me. Yeah, that was mm. me. I like, and then, then like rewatching it many years later, I still remembered like every last little bit of the movie, and I don't know. I can like you can I can name all the stars that get their like talents right. taken. It's like, yeah, I'm mean, I'm really excited to see where this goes. Like I'm hoping it do- I'm hoping it doesn't go badly and like put a bad name on like Space Jam. But yeah, yeah. And how long has this been? rumored i feel like it's been rumored forever yeah for ages yeah it's been a long time rumored and it was like it like from the get-go it was rumored that lebron was gonna be yeah i remember that yeah the one in it and then like and then like they were trying to get like other nba players like i know yana said no because he trains in his summer wasn't carmelo on on board at one point i'm not sure i'm sure that there's heaps but i'm fairly sure quite a few people like declined it. I'm not too sure who's actually going to be in it. So I'm pretty excited to see who's actually pretty sure in it. who's in it. Who's definitely in it. I um, could not. Clay. I'm pretty sure Clay's in it. Am I wrong? I have I'm no idea. Sure. I'm not sure. But I'm I'll have to, excited. I'll have to have a look. You definitely have the time to film it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Shh. That's hurtful. That's sad. 
yeah, Gabe, number one. Number one. Oh, number one, and this is a bit of a cheat on my own list because I there's not much reason for this to go bad, but Disney remakes, even though this one's not tied to Disney, Disney remakes have not gone well. So I felt like oh, I could slip this in. But if this hits, this might be one of my favorite movies ever, and that's the Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. I oh, we go. am so excited for for that movie. I think he does dark fantasy so well. Oh my god! Like so Pan's good. Labyrinth is amazing, and I'm thinking it's going to be that, but it's going to be animated, isn't it? Yes, it's stop it's stop motion, and he's teaming up with uh, Jim Henson's company again, which did Pan's Labyrinth. So I really think it's going to be in the vein of Pan's Labyrinth, and the voices on, that he has on this thing are so crazy. It's uh, I haven't heard Christoph much about the voice Waltz, cast. Um, Tilda Swinton, Ron Perlman, <laughs> uh, David Leary from oh Game of Thrones is going to be Geppetto, which is just insane. It's going to oh be so God. dark and so perfect. He's been working yeah, on this not- since before any feature film he's made, I think. He said it's, it's been just- his dream to make this like really dark and demented version of Pinocchio, and it's perfect. The original Pinocchio oh is my so God. twisted. <laughs> So do you reckon they'll do the whole like uh, is it not what's the name of the island? Is it? Uh I don't remember Pinocchio. I, don't I remember the donkey boy scared me. Yeah, the, the donkey boys. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, island where they turned into donkeys. <laughs> Even the cartoon, I was That's scared it. of that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, in the original Disney, when they get turned into donkeys, I wonder if he's going to include that part of the story and just oh, if he does, it's going to be terrifying. It being that like dark and like some realism to it. It's yeah, going gonna to be, be a like, horror movie. Yeah. It's going to be. Be He's so good scary. at creatures that it, it has to be scary. It just has to. Yeah. Mm. I'm, so, I'm hype. I'm hyped for it. I'm hyped too. Very hyped. It just it hasn't got a release date yet. So I'm just waiting for it yeah, to actually be concrete. What Number one, Steph? Number one for me is The French Dispatch. Oh, yeah. I'm very excited for The French Dispatch. I love Wes Anderson. I love the entire cast. It's I've waited so long for it. It was meant to come out last year. It's got obviously Timothy Chalamet, who I think is fantastic, as you all know. She wants to marry him. I do. <laughs> oh, I mean, I wouldn't be averse to it, would I? No. But um, I just think the entire like I, it's got everything set up to be a really good Wes Anderson movie. And what did I say? My favorite Wes Anderson film was thus far, The Grand Budapest Hotel. I think it's mm. going to be similar to that in the form of like it's, it's all. Darjee is my favorite. Darjeeling, yeah. that's that is very good as well. Um, I just like the idea of little stories and sort yeah. of grounded. Oh, no. Sorry. This. I was going to say, this doesn't look like it's going to be, it looks like it's going to be more in the vein of Grand Budapest, not so grounded in reality. It's going to be quite... Retraction. Isle of Dogs is my favourite. Isle of Dogs. Yeah. Okay, Isle yeah. Isle of Dogs is pretty great. I haven't seen many Wes Anderson films, mm. but I really enjoyed So Isle yeah, Dogs. I'm just very excited for French Dispatch. I don't know what it's going to be like, but I think it's... I really love the trailer as well for it. I don't actually know what it's about from the trailer. I couldn't tell you, <laughs> but it's. I'm excited. <laughs> yeah, Wes Anderson, I'm with you. Wes Anderson is one of my favourite filmmakers ever. So I'm very excited. On my real list, that had almost all of what you guys said, which is why I kind of avoided giving my real list. <laughs> yeah. Um, yep. That's definitely top two. The French Dispatch, I cannot wait. I'm very excited. And Chris, we're finally going to talk about Oh, uh, Number one, Alex. <laughs> my, my number one film that I am anticipating <laughs> is June. Oh, wait, that's two. Oh wait, no, that's mine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I am so freaking excited for June. I mean, you guys know. Uh, I think we lost the footage for that episode. Yeah, but we my did. live reaction to you guys telling me that June was delayed. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, how excited on a level one uh, to ten? 
10 well, out of 10. Well, he rated it 10 times, times I mean, this, obviously. This, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, we all know this is this is Space Game of Thrones. It's going to be exciting. It's going to be big. We've delayed it a year. You're going to have to go see it in gold class or something. Yeah, You're have to really I, I will. Aside. My feet will be up. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah. Yeah. But um, oh, I'm so excited for everyone, everyone that's a part of it as well. Yeah. Because we've got Oscar Isaac. Um, Timothy Chalamet. Yeah, I I always forget the main guy's name. Jess Momoa. No, the young yeah, no, the young man. Sh- Timothy Chalamet. Yeah, love him. Momoa. Momoa. Um, yes. Uh, Batista. Thanos. Uh, the only oh, thing Batista. is, isn't Thanos in it? Just Brolin in it? Isn't he? I don't remember. Did I get that wrong? Probably. Probably. But um, <laughs> the only thing I'm worried about is like Momoa's character is the original is Patrick Stewart, and it's like, <laughs> <laughs> come on, how do you how, how do you live <laughs> yeah, up to yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. So look, we'll see. But oh, I'm yet to I'm yet to see the June. original. I still got to force you guys to watch the original. Yes, yeah. Got to be the four hour like YouTube um cut. Yeah. So wait, did you? Gabe, do you were know you on? Were you uh, originally a Dune fan before the remake was even announced? Yep. Oh, okay. When the so remake was announced, I, I was like, I was like, oh my God, it's happening. It's happening. It's happening. Like, I called my dad. I'm like, dad, they're, they're remaking June. You remember how you hated it and I made you watch it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, did, yeah, did you yeah. read the book or is it just the, the, the movie that you've seen? Um, I, I haven't read the book, but I know the book is critically renowned. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm unfamiliar with the story completely. I've never seen the original. But I love everything about this remake just because of who's involved. So I'm I'm with you. You get me more excited just hearing you go on about it. So uh, I am so freaking excited. And, you know, the spice must flow. <laughs> the reference nobody still gets. But we will. We will get it, guys. Well, everyone, that's it. That's, that's it. our there top we go. ten. Bit of a long one today. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, one hour and 46 minutes. Well, probably rivaling the longest thing we've ever. This camera's about to go. So I'm going to wrap this up fast. Uh, apologies. Um, that's it. That's our top ten anticipated. Uh, what an episode! Thank you, Gabe, yeah, for joining course. us finally. Thank you so Been much. Great Thank having you. you on. Can't wait to do it again. I will be on um, however often you want me to be on. <laughs> all right. Well, Steph, <laughs> right, we're looking for an alternate. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We'll see you every week. We'll see you next yeah. week, Gabe. All right. See ya. I guess I'm a regular member now. <laughs> yeah. Um, I assume you'll be flying in then. Next week for that one? Yeah, just let us know. We can't do Zoom We can't do it every week. You know, it's a bit of lag. So, you know, just pop over and yeah, we'll get it. Sorry, I'll pick you up from the airport. Just let me know. Oh, perfect. Yeah. So perfect. Michael's got you. Big shout out to Gabe. Go check out everything he does at More Than Enough. Um, you, uh, it's just, it's fantastic. It's so funny, the work that they do over there. Um, and yeah, thank you once again for joining us. And as always, I'm Alex. I'm Michael. I'm Steph. I'm Chris. And who are you, Gabe? I- I'm not sure. <laughs> 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 and Thank- I am unsure. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.